And we're back, just like every single week. We're like the, the bastard father that you never had in your life. Every week. Of course, if you're a member of MikeBisa.com, not only can you hear us, you can watch us. And if you ever stared at two fat dudes for two hours, I tell you what, you're missing out. There's somewhere where this is like a niche porn, like somewhere in Japan. They're like, he's a mega museum again. And they're like watching it. And they've got like squids coming in and out everywhere. And some like, like girl comes out in a geisha outfit and she's like, Nihamore mega busy. And we don't even realize we're like the biggest thing right I, now I in Osaka. To, I had that happen before. I went to like a convention um, and at this hotel. Some of the uh, the Asian men there knew who I was. Really? Yeah, and, and then like one of their like interpreters. Yeah. Oh hell yeah! That's how I found out. Um, I did this deal with uh, this shady dude with pay per view, and they did a show called Living Like a Rock Star, and it was more like me being poverty and trying <laughs> to live like a rock star, which I did. That's the crazy thing, is that my entire life has always been pretty wild can, and out of control. Can I say even this before the money? When I met Mike 10 years ago, I met him, like I said, on the radio show in Rachel's. I'm under the same impression that everyone's under. Like, I don't realize he lives in a Who's walk-in closet. I don't realize that the money's being made by roommates and, and that we have, like, so I come over and I'm, and I'm partying for a while and hanging out with Mike. And Mike's not, like, faking the funk. Like, he's not acting like, oh, I'm rich, blah, blah, blah. He's just being so genuine that, like, the, by the second visit, I'm like, at any moment, the power can be shut off here. Or Michael Jordan could walk in to, like, hang out. Yeah. And it was it was a weird thing. And I feel like the people, especially, like, I'm so happy for all the fans that we have. Truly, I appreciate it. But there's a special place in my heart for anybody that's been fucking with Mike from seven or before. Because I know that those people get that they were the ones who were like, I'm going to Mike Busey party. Also, I'm going to bring a bunch of toilet paper and juices oh, yeah. and stuff because he doesn't have that shit. You know, like, they used to come party with you and know that they had to contribute to make sure this party the good, kept the good going. old days. Yeah, I remember one of the things I hated back in the day was because there'd be like a, like a game of telephone, basically ch- down the chain. Mike would be like, we, we, "We need a bunch of we need a bunch of OJ and we need a bunch of mixers and drinks." And the next person would be like, "Hey, Mike said we need a bunch of mixers and drink," and they would pass it on down. Until, You're so right. Until they Some hit random somebody ass with a, dude. Yeah. Some <laughs> random ass dude be like, "Yo, where do I put all the toilet paper yeah. and, and, the, uh, and the Hawaiian punch?" Yeah, you just keep passing the word down till you found somebody who's like. Oh, I'll go get the sodas and drinks. We're like, yeah. Well, because it's like, fuck, man. There were so many goddamn dudes coming to my house. And this is back when we were way more like we were actually trying to. I mean, I was charging people uh, per person to come to my house back at South Carolina 7 and, and before. So back in those days, I actually wanted every fucking random dude there. There would be yeah. times where like. There was a couple of parties where I was like, damn, there's no pussy here at all. <laughs> yeah. Everyone's like, yeah, man, what the fuck? And they're like, I'm like, yeah, it's fucking awesome. Yeah. Like, what are you talking about? I was like, yo. I'm banking. I'm banking this party. I'm, I'm paying the electric for sure this month. <laughs> I'm fucking stoked. You know what was another one that sucked at SE7? When I'd be like, and I say me, but it happens pretty much everybody. Je- Jeannie fell for this one a lot, too, where they'd be like, uh, I'm going to go to Taco Bell. Does anybody want anything? And what we meant was... I'm going to go to Taco Bell. Do you want to give me money for your food? 
But what we would get hit with is like people would give you like this long list of an order. And if you were a sucker, if you were new to the game, you'd go to Taco Bell and go get all this stuff and then come to people and be like, yo, here's your tacos. Where's your money? That shit was already passed out. Oh, people yeah. People were taking it and grabbing it and eating it out in the woods and shit. They'll never find the rapper. Yeah. They're burying the rapper. Like, I didn't eat nothing. It's funny you said Taco Bell because uh, the first time the, 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 the evolution of like the members website was originally based around Snapchat and we, we we called it the secret Snapchat, which is obviously we made a secret account. We didn't give out only to those who, who signed up and we were processing it manually. We didn't even have like a legit secure credit card oh, like, yeah. company. It was, it was Rowdy Rob. Yeah. Me, Rowdy Rob were manually using a cell phone on square without a card present they would go to the website and they would fucking type in their shit as like a data entry, like a contact form. And we would have a little thing that said like fucking card number, expiration date, the code on the back, like your address. I used to everything. get all your emails. They were tied in and I'd just be sitting around somewhere and I'd open it up and there would be a dude with his a picture of his driver's license, his face, his credit card information. Je- Jeff, you remember back then, did you did you manually send in an insecure form? You know, here's I have, a, I have thousands question. of people's like personal information and credit card yeah. information, which obviously they're probably expired by now. But Jeff, uh, let me ask you: they were good hands. Was that the first time you ever randomly sent your credit card information and a picture of your driver's license to someone, or do you have a habit of this? Like, it looked legit, though. I mean, you could literally be like, "Oh, well, of course, the expiration date here it is." Yeah, and then it would be like, it was like you're sending an email, which it would show up as an email yeah. to my site. And then I'd pull out a cell phone and manually type in the thing. And sometimes, sometimes on Square, it would say like, "Sorry, this card cannot be processed." I'm like, oh, "Fuck!" It was like such a, it was such a. It, I literally felt like Santa Claus in the North Pole. Like there was like a whole like <laughs> chain of operations. It was like a fucking of all the other business. Like literally, you could be Henry Ford. You could be any any like assembly line. Yeah, because I had midgets, dog. There was there was like elves. <laughs> People were drunk. I'm fat like Santa. Uh, everyone was like, where did this come from? And, and there was people from all around the world that were signing up. Our and, midgets used to get drunk, And man. The, back to the Taco Bell thing, I remember the first time uh, like Snapchat had this thing called Snapcash. It was, like, was kind of like uh, basically like Cash App in yeah. a way. You could type in a dollar bill sign and then send whatever you wanted, and then you send it to them. And as long as they had... A debit card hooked yeah. up to it, uh, to their account. You could basically text people money. And this is, I know this sounds nothing now, yeah. but this was a big deal back then. Yeah. So I said, oh, all right, I'm tired of fucking getting deleted and reported. And I remember being like, hey, one of you motherfuckers, you send, you send, me, send me $30 and I'll send you some fucking photos that'll blow your fucking mind. You were an OnlyFans girl? Basically, you were slinging buttholes for thirty bucks, and I made sixty bucks, Ooh, like literally, just in, like these OnlyFans girls now at the house. They're all in, in fifteen minutes, and I t- I went down. I was like, "Holy shit!" I was like, "Bro, they're sending money like this is crazy." And then I spent it all on sixty dollars Taco Bell and fed everybody. You have never been able to make a profit and hold it for a while. No, the the most I've. I don't even want to say that just for whatever, but uh, yeah, the IRS is fucking fucking with us right now, so don't say well, it. We're we're pretty much done through the uh, audit, but you know, yeah. So, anyways, yeah. Uh, I've 
And plus, it's tacky. You know, I don't yeah. know. Yeah. Let's just say. If you I'd rather have, talk about the lease. The $60 is important because that reminds people of where we've been. There were times when the $60 score was like, we fucking made it, Mortimer. We're oh, back. No, there was times where I, I mean, there was times where I'm just like, yo, what are we going to, how are we going to eat today? Or yeah. like not even, not even the bill. And this like, is yo, something you guys eat? need to know too. Once the, like when, when there's a, there's a line from the Scarface Jay-Z song and it reminds me of, of the old castle. And the line is when the money gets low and the hungriness uh, shows, people better get the fuck out of my way. And that was the truth, because when the money got low and the hungriness shows, the people would jump ship like a motherfucker, yo. Oh, yeah. All the girls would start going out. Like, when there was no more, like, food around the house, girls would be like, I'm going out to go see this guy tonight. I He's remember, feed me. like, alcohol, where there were times where we had, like, girls come over on the weekends, and we couldn't afford to, like, get alcohol. So we would, like, we we kind of did it. We kind of made them, like, yo, if you're coming over, you better bring some alcohol. And then there were times where we were like, whoa, whoa, dude, you are not drinking. This is not for you. This is for the yeah. chicks. We don't need the dudes fucking drunk, bro. Do you remember when we would call like a rando? Dude, be like, be like, it's a bunch of girls coming over. And there's, there's a guy who's always been hitting us up. I want to come party. I want to come party. We'd hit him yep. back up. Hey, bro, you really want to come party? Like, yeah, I need alcohol. I need Taco Bell. I need you to go to the airport and pick this girl up. Like, I'll do it all. Yeah, no, and we let him come through. There was so many situations in the beginning to where – if you were just paying attention and, and watching what we posted, you definitely had a quick, easy access to enter the kingdom of sausages. And there was a lot of times where we'd make that dude wear like a weird mask or something like that, too, because we'd be like, all right, bro, you're not going to be on camera. Well, I did those things called Rockstar Weekends where people paid to come hang out for the weekend, and I would just get them fucking shit-faced. And Try to kill them on the first night. Yeah, I'm like, all right, if he dies, then I get to keep the money. Yeah. But, the second uh, day, like you do a three day rock star weekend, and the first day you were getting pumped with nothing but alcohol and girls, yeah. and then the second day you got Waffle House, you got to watch some TV, and then the third day it was time to leave. Yeah, no, we just snuggled at the end. <laughs> yeah, the, end. the first time I ever had someone pay for a rock star weekend, she was a chick. Her name was Tara Lee, and she was from like Pennsylvania or something. And I remember. This is the power outage one? Yeah. You told this one I before. I told the story. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Just to let you guys know real quick to sum up for the new listeners, uh, Mike's power got cut the minute he uh, was going to go pick her up. So he had paid it, but he wasn't sure they were going to put it back on. So the whole ride bringing her back, he, he didn't know. So <laughs> basically, picked her guys, up in a skull, like skull-painted limo <laughs> at the airport. All I like, did the, welcome to Florida. Like, are you ready to get crazy? And the whole ride home, we're like, dear God. Please let the power be on. to God the fucking, because all the money she gave, I literally paid it right to the power company to pay the power. So I remember one time calling you guys up, and I was, like, calling up to see if I could come over. And Mike goes, <laughs> this one, I don't even know if you remember, but this goes, Mike. So this is what Mike would always say. You'd be like, yo, Mike. Because back then I used to call up. Like, hey, Mike, can I come hang out? You know, because be like, hey, Mike, come on. Yeah, yeah, of course, of course. Maybe before the Telegram text yeah. machine? He was like, yeah, of course, man. Come come hang out. Come hang out, man. Fuck yeah. And then I would always text somebody I knew at the house. And I remember texting Casey. Mike's like, yeah, come hang out. And I text Casey, yo, what are you guys doing? She's like, I'm at a pool. There's no power in the house right now. I'm like, oh, fuck that. I'm like, who told, who told him? I was trying to <laughs> trick someone else to come over here and be in misery. Yeah, that's what Mike he would try to trick somebody to come hang out with him because everybody from the house abandoned shit. I'd be like, "Yo, what you doing? Hey, man, are you are you are you hungry, man? Me too, man. Hey, come on over." 
Mike had me pick up this girl. I forgot what video we were shooting, but Mike had me pick up this Scally. And this was before. It was like you know, me, only a year of me knowing Mike. And he's like, hey, you live, you live like downtown. I'm like, yeah. I have no idea what you're about to say, so I'm excited uh, yeah. to hear. He's like, he's like, can you pick up? Can you pick up this girl? She lives near you. When Mike says someone lives near you, he means they don't live near him. Like, <laughs> <laughs> it's not that close. <laughs> she lived at like UCF. I lived at downtown, so it's not too bad. But it's a 20 minute trip uh, on like four toll roads. So I go pick her up, and I bring her. I bring her over to the house, and so I, I mean. It was uh, Casey was that's when Casey Tebow from Cross Creek was coming over and we were filming all that stuff. And she was this brunette chick who looked really good on Facebook. I'm closing my eyes. I'm and trying then, to imagine. Yeah. And then when I picked her up, she was like, eh. and when I brought her over, and I was like, yeah, here's and I was like, here's the girl. You're like, that's the girl. And I was like, yeah, I was like, you know her. You're like, no, no, she just hit me up. He was like. Oh, if I knew that, I would have told you not to get her. <laughs> so like, <laughs> and she was, just, she was just like, and she was like, just kind of like crackhead looking. Uh. Um, so then she's at the house, and then like, you know, now the girl. This is what happens. Now the girls are forced to like babysit her because no one wants to kick it with her. And I remember she was hanging out with Fifty. If you guys remember Fifty, man, homeboy yeah. Barrage Gerard looked just like Fifty Cent, man. Uh, and she's like kicking it with him, and uh, Mike's like, Mike, this is. I get dropped. He some looks knowledge. exactly like exactly 50 Cent. Like 50 Cent. Mike drops some knowledge on me. Mike's like, good, good, good. He goes, and this. Is, if you guys know Mike and Jeff, you know this. Every now and then, Michael just drop like a random piece of knowledge that you didn't know about this game. And especially back then, I was new to like this game. I've been hanging out with Mike for like two years or so. But Mike's like, yeah, good, good, good. He's like, so here's the deal. They come over here with us, but if they don't work out. One of these guys is going to take them home. <laughs> yeah, oh, for sure. <laughs> it exactly doesn't matter. It. I, I, I've learned many, many, many years ago. It doesn't no, does not fucking matter how undesirable this woman or whatever it could possibly be. Here at the Sausage Castle, there will be someone to show her love. Yeah. And, and maybe maybe it takes a two or three in the morning. But come those those twilight hours, boy... Everything starts looking good, and and some of my fucking horny ass non pussy getting friends, man. Everybody finds love in Sauce's castle. I have brought girls over to this castle. I've brought Scallies over to this castle, and by like two o'clock in the morning, I'm like, I'm not feeling this. And then I start seeing them kicking it with somebody. I'm like, yes, yes. And then once, once I see them Dude, and that guy, like, yeah, excellent. Once I see them and that guy go walk away, I'm like. Now's my time to leave because technically you are no longer my responsibility. True. <laughs> oh, you know, I've had, I've had uh, put in some work before talking to a girl on the internet or something and finally get her to come out. And then we're like totally hitting it off on the phone and stuff and texting, blah, blah, blah. She's talking all that big game. And then when we see each other, like there's no chemistry at all. And then she winds up like hollering at one of my homies. Yeah. And then there's been several times she's like, hey, so I need to go to the airport tomorrow. I was like, I started looking. I was like, hey, you talking to the wrong motherfucker. I was like, you fucked like three of my homies, baby. And I say very politely, I say, I'm sorry, but you're going to have to figure that part out. Yeah. Hey, we had we had a meeting one time here back. We used to have our big Monday meetings. And we had a meeting addressing how scallies are handled. And we were like, Steven remembers it. And I'm like, listen, if you sign her in. She is your scally until someone takes her away. Then if that dude goes Pass to fuck her, I go, you need to text one of management and let them know so-and-so is I fucking I have transferred her. my scally responsibility yes. to Miguel. <laughs> yes. And then that, and then people are arguing. They're like, that's not fair. And I'm like, that is 100% fair. That's, and that's you, why I won't fly no girl in because mm-mm. I'm like, hey, I fly you in. 
and then for some reason you, me, and you don't vibe, then it's whatever. It's no big deal. And I don't want to. I don't want her to like feel obligated to be whatever. Yeah. And I don't want to be on no extra ass shit. So I don't want to be like, what do you mean you ain't sucking this dick? I flew you all the way from California. We, no, we have a no, zero. It ain't happening. We have a zero fly scallion policy. And to name drop, I do want to say Oklahoma ruined that one by making me book a flight. This is before I knew uh, who she was, making me book a flight. We were like, yeah, we'll we'll have you come. Come stay with us. Uh, I booked a a very, very, very good spirit flight for like 99 bucks. No bags. Oh, that was more than that. It it was like 180 bucks. Yeah, it was like 180 bucks flight. And then she... uh, I want my money, Oklahoma. I need my money. I need my money back. (laughs) But yeah, but that was the uh, that was the that was the last pay for a girl to come in. Uh, I, I, did, I did I did fly, I did get shit faced drunk one night at South Castle Seven, and I was in the middle of the fucking dirt driveway, and I got so drunk that I I don't really remember it happening, but I I guess I had bought a flight for somebody that I had met, and like yes. You could be here at nine AM and I'm I'm so fucking drunk and, and fucking and horny and lonely. I don't know what happened. I wound up buying this fucking scallywag a flight and then she never showed up and then I don't even remember even booking it and then I had like negative money in my account. I'm like, you goddamn bitch! I'll how fucking about, get you. How about when you forgot you uh, you had a, a you talked to some welder one night at like four o'clock in the morning? Yep. So Mike forgets a week before he talked to some welder at four a.m. and he wanted the welder to make this big ass hibachi table for him. And Mike totally Hold forgets on, what's about tomorrow. That. Tomorrow's tomorrow's Wednesday. Wednesday. Okay, yeah. So uh, is it hibachi Wednesday? No, I got this guy oh. coming on with some models. On uh, Don't let me forget. I won't. We got well, if you ever if you're ever coming event. from out of town, yeah, and you are coming in and and. Uh, <laughs> Just hit me up the day before or the day of early and just give me a friendly reminder. Well, just, just a note. Check it out with the welder. We're all just hanging around a week later. Mike's totally forgot. And he gets a text message. Hey, I'm at the airport. And he's like, who the fuck is this? And he starts going back reading his message. He's like, oh, God. Oh, God. Oh, God. I was stressing. <laughs> I was like, Miguel, and then he's did like, I tell this guy I'm picking him up or no? And then we're looking through his text messages like, let me know when you land. I'll pick you up. And we're like, oh, oh God. Fuck. Oh, God. Oh, God. Oh, man. Or one time Mike texts me at, so this is what Michael do, too. <laughs> it's like 6 o'clock in the morning. I have no idea what you're about to say. I'm, well, I'm ready. You text me. You're like, Sonny gets in from the airport at 10, and I like wake up at like 8 o'clock in the morning. Mike's still awake, and I'm like, who's this Sonny? You never told me to pick anybody up. He's like, oh, I, yeah, I don't know either. He's like, we tried. <laughs> <laughs> It's like we tried. <laughs> well, I, because like you know, motherfuckers be wasting my time and bullshitting. What'll happen though? So it's too, not is real like, until it's real. Yeah, it'll be like a month ago. Somebody be like, "Yeah, Mike, I want to come here. I'll come this date." Mike's like, "Just let me know when." But then they'll just be like, "The day they're landing." Hey, I'm landing, and yeah. we're like, "Oh." I'm like, "Oh, I'm I'm not there." Uh, <laughs> but yeah, like. There's there's been a lot of people that would waste my time and bullshit. So remember I'm when you like, brought those two scallies over and then you decided to fly out to Vegas? You no. like uh, went with Mac uh, when you gave them to Mac. They were those two. Oh scallies. yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> I, no, it was some super like super hood scallies. Super gangster ass bitch. She was super hood. She couldn't she, shut her car off. Yeah, she was like she, her car was here, and we're like, "Hey, babe, your car's on." She's like, "Oh, I can't turn it off, or it won't start back up." <laughs> and then she let the car in, and I'm like, "Hey, uh, so check it out. I gotta." I'm, Remember, I'm he just invited her. He invited her. She or she hit him up. She's like, "I want to come." It was like Tinder or something like that. Yeah, and I she's don't like, know. "I want to come over." He's like, "Come over." And then an hour into it, he was like, "Fuck it, I want to go to Vegas." 
Vegas. So we booked him his ticket and all that shit. So she gets here and we're, we're loading up the SUV. And she's like, hey, Mike. And he's like, hey, what's up, baby? Um, you couldn't hang out with Midget Mac tonight. <laughs> Uh, and then Mac, Mac's like pajama Mac that night. He's like trying to watch TV and just smoke. And he's got little legs and little pajama, like little, little fucking, cute ass little bear. Yeah, a little cute ass fucking sweatpants outfit. And Mike's like, "Hey Mac, I got a scally coming over for you." And he's like, "Oh, I'm just trying to smoke a blunt, and eat." And we're like, "Yeah, I don't know what you want to do." Like, <laughs> we're, we're we're all leaving now. So we literally drove off to the airport as this chick's like mufflers like just rattling <laughs> in the driveway because you couldn't turn a car off. Yeah, oh man. Oh. Yeah, good times. I mean, there's, there's, I mean, fuck. I've been meeting random people off the internet. Um, like, I'm trying to think, when did this happen recently? There was a time that I literally, a girl liked one of my photos. I went and liked one of hers. Then she DM'd me. I DM'd her back. I was like, come hang. She goes, bet. And then she said, just tell me what airport. And I put MCO, Orlando International. She the next day booked the flight. She it was it, I was talking to her like at three a.m. She was at my house at nine a.m. from across like I think California. Did you even remember she was coming? Yeah, because I was like, all right, we'll see. Because like you know, I've had girls like, oh yeah, I missed my flight or da da da. I'm like, yeah, okay, bullshit. Yeah. And then uh, I've even had girls like come f- fly to Orlando. And then you think they're coming to see you, and then they're like, yeah, I'm in Daytona. I'm like, oh, yeah. oh what, wasn't it? okay. Or uh, I went to went to go visit. Some, and then you Shout out, out to Emily. Yeah. <laughs> there's, there's, like, friends that always, like, will say they're coming here, but they're really, like, their sugar daddy flew them in or something. Or this so is, like, like I'm on stop. I'm on the itinerary of yeah. fucking whatever the fuck they're doing. And you whether, can get bumped, you know? Yeah. It's like, oh, it looks like uh, sugar daddy wanted round <laughs> yeah. two. Maybe we'll see you Sunday. I don't know. You know, yeah, like, I don't. I don't. I'm wondering it. if we could bump our Sunday lunch to maybe like a Monday brunch. <laughs> yeah, uh, but uh, the worst though, I tell you this is, and we just, we just, this one is when when the bros just show up and think they're just staying here with no fucking acknowledgement. Dudes will just be like, "Hey, Mike." Oh, that happened, that happened like this weekend. Yeah, I'm coming through. I love when they're like, "Hey, man, I'm coming through to say what's up." You're like, "All right." Cuz what we're thinking is, "Oh, they're rolling through. They're coming uh, they're going to say what's up." Uh and then they get here and they got like bags and shit in their hands, and we're like, "What's going on?" And they're like, "Oh, well, I'm staying here." Mhm. Really? Interesting. No one like that's the thing. Whenever and what some of you guys don't know is Mike's super generous, man. I think everybody knows that. But there's a limit to just generosity versus respect. And you just want some goddamn respect for your generosity. And people are notorious for inviting themselves to shit when Mike didn't say, hey, everybody come. We just hung out. Okay, so this weekend, Waka Flocka Flame was in town. Uh, Waka's Mike's homeboy. So Waka hit Mike up and said he wanted to come by. Look at that. Waka hit Mike up saying, I want to come by. Can I stay there? Some of these rando motherfuckers just show up with bags. Oh, yeah. But Waka said, I wanted to come by. He wanted to bring his crew. wanted to come stay over here. So that's what's up. Well, our bus, I know we celebrated last week the bus. Uh, we did notice that the bus had a problem with some of the uh, the transmission coolant. So we put it in the shop before we knew Waka was so coming. So another four thousand dollars on fixing my bus yeah but you know we Sweet. shouldn't have celebrated the bus was running last week that's pretty stupid but Waka comes over so mike rents a party bus so that we can all go out and he can bring a bunch of girls and Waka's crew never in any of that does mike say like every rando dude show up now people at the house it's different man because you're at the house you're one of the people you know but like 
mad people start hitting us up like and shout out to tree because our homeboy tree always asks tree's like hey mike is there room on the bus and the thing is most of our homeboys are big ass dudes yeah none of my friends are tiny yeah so it's like man we're trying to we're trying to load this up with scallywags and shit so Mike hit Tree up like, hey, if, is it cool if you just go to the event and then come back at after party? Because Mike's telling everybody, come back to the after party. Every homeboy's invited. But, man, I had people hitting me up like, hey, uh, what time y'all leaving? And I'm like, what the fuck concern is that to you? And well, like, no, the oh. best part is when they know. I'm like, yo, what's good? Who, what, what ladies want to come get weird with me and my homies? And then all the homies show up. And it's like, oh, uh, so I get – and they try to – they act like they don't know where we're, we're getting ready to Walk do. Walk us here? Oh, hey, I just happened to be all dressed up. Mike, What's going on? I was just coming to return this Frisbee I think I took from you. <laughs> it's like, oh. Like, that says uh, Sapphire Christian Academy. Oh, that ain't yours? Okay. Oh, Walk us here? Uh, but this is beyond to, uh, this weekend. This, this has been happening to me my whole life. Like, if you ever are lonely, <laughs> I, there, was, there was actually one time I told everyone I was having a party. I had like yo, I got a bunch of girls. I need, I need a uh, who, who can help me with da 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 da, and all these people showed up all dressed up, all nice. I had, like three or four of my homies, right? And I was like, "Gotcha, bitch!" They're like, "What?" I went and locked the gate, and then I said, "Hey, I need y'all help me move this air hockey table," <laughs> and it was heavy as fuck. I got them, and and they looked at me and they thought I was joking for the first like fifteen minutes. I was like, "No, for real," and then like one of them started like spraying cologne on and shit, and like. I'm like, what are you doing? He's like, when's this fucking party starting? I was like, oh, there ain't no party. We, we, about to, we about to have a moving party. He's like, what? He's like, yeah, I got this uh, air hockey table on Craigslist. I need help. Someone help me bring it in the house. <laughs> they were so and – and even when we finally moved it, they're like, so, you, you know, wh- wh- how many girls you got coming over? And that's where I'd like to hit him with the – well, gentlemen, at this point, if you'd like to call girls over, call any girl you want. We have the house available. But why does Mike have to call girls over? Now, the air hockey thing, that was pretty fucking, uh, that's that was a bitch move. I love it, though. But <laughs> Sometimes you got to trick them. You got to yeah. be like, hey, come on. Come on. We're having a party. Psych. Got you, motherfucker. <laughs> some motherfucker's coming in all decked. He's like, I just dropped some molly. I'm about to party. And 45 minutes later, he's rolling balls, moving an air well, hockey team. We let the gold members come the day before, so technically on Thursday. Before and they're supposed to come help out. That's like but the big thing. But it's if they help out. And. Some of them get slick and they hide. Yeah, they get they come through. The, what we're gonna, you know, what we're gonna start doing? I got this. Mike. I'm gonna roll around no, like no. fucking in a military jeep, like General Patton. Nope, nope, nope. When they come in, we're gonna come and be like, "Hey, so you're coming in early to help? What are you gonna do?" Yeah. And so they, we assign them right there. Yeah, well, we have it on when you when you become a member and you're coming to an event, which the next event is Labor Day weekend, third, fourth, fifth, third, fourth, and fifth, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. If you're a member, you are invited. You obviously need to go do one more step, and that's go to mybeast.com forward slash RSVP, RCP. Tell us you're coming, and so we can make sure we have a room and accommodations and stuff. You want to rent a room or a golf cart or a four-wheeler or whatever, blah, blah, blah. We want to know. And, guys, I've been getting hit up by a lot of people. Next week, I will have all the rooms available for rent. So starting next week, you'll be able to rent rooms. But before that, we're also going to be at Oasis on the River. That's the 28th. That's a Saturday. Saturday uh, from 2 o'clock to 7 p.m. So be there. And that one's going to be a good one, man, because that's a wet and wild contest that we're hosting. We're going to be giving away some money to some ladies. 
Shaking that ass. Shake that ass. I'm going to black out probably again. Oh, yeah. Oasis times are fun because Mike doesn't really day drink. He drinks at night when it's time to party. But that because, and there's no responsibilities. Yeah, but I can o- be more fun and hang out. At Oasis, because the job he has that night is to party, Mike parties. And then this is, hey, this is my Oasis impression of Mike. Steven will verify this. He's looking around with a big smile. He looks at us and he's like, we got to. We're, we all got to be millionaires. We got to figure this out. But you know what we are? I love this. This is, this is this is why we do this. And we're like all happy. And Mike's got this big stoked face, and he's so he's so like happy. And then he looks at something. He's like, I would never put that cabana right there. Oh yeah. <laughs> Oh, yeah. and then it goes from Mike just because he generally look around and say, like, "This is all we should do, boys. I want all y'all to be millionaires. I love you, boys. I want you to party because this is what you do. I want you to. I want you to chase your dreams." And he'll talk to you individually about your dreams, which is cool, man, because it also brings up how Mike listens to you. He'll come to you and be like, "I know what we're gonna do, man. When we get it big, man, we're gonna have you on tour, Miguel. I'm gonna get you your own bus. You'll be touring this country, and you're all jacked up because you know he's speaking from his heart." And then he 100%. looks. He looks at a goddamn cabana and he's like, "Fucking place. I'd never put those fucking cabanas there." And then the rest of the conversation starts going to and why is this ladder sitting right over here i almost want to start cleaning up and like rearranging shit sometimes especially when i'm drinking like it's just hard for me to stop Mike, when and he's enjoy drunk, things we'll meet the owner of a place and be like yeah first of all thank you so much for having us i love that we're here i appreciate everything your people are great your staff has been great you have been great and they're like thank you mike i appreciate it he goes i don't know why the fuck you have this stage here uh that's wrong uh yeah <laughs> Oh, yeah. I'm like Mr. Makeover. I'm like pull, pulling a John Taffer coming in, like bar rescue and shit. But uh, the, one of the, my biggest pet peeves is that when people are like, hey, want to hang out? Come on. Hey, when's your next party? I'm like, motherfucker, when's my next party? We can party any day you want. Tonight, right now, bitch, come over. We're, yeah. we're partying. That's when the party. Surprise, bitch, it's a party. <laughs> I hate when motherfuckers are like, yo, so like, when's the next party? I want to come see you. I'm like, bro, Coming to see me at a party is like going to see your girlfriend at fucking work. Are you really going to hang out with her? You're talking like, about like your homies when they ask you that? Uh, guys, yeah, girls, I hate that. I hate when any homies people. ask that. When randos, I'm just like, listen, we have a whole website dedicated to the information. But when the homies do like, when's the next party? I'm like, why don't you come on a Saturday when we're hanging out, playing fucking, uh, you know, just playing around the lake and shit? There's one, one of our buddies from back in the day. He comes around and I never see him other than the night of a party or a member's weekend. And then... I I felt rude at first, but now I'm like I I, I don't I can't feel rude because no. I'm working, I'm doing shit. You no, know? and then the worst part is, and we've talked about it on a podcast before, but when people come to at a party and uh, and they're like, "Yo, man, I need to talk to you about some business. I got this great idea," and I'm like, "Bro, this is Sunday. I ha- I've slept five hours in the past four days." I'm beat. My eyes look more hamburglary than ever. I've been eating nothing but sodium. My extra hamburglar. Yeah, I don't need. I just walked out of a bus and I don't know. Fuck, you know. I'm I'm tired. And they're like, "Yo, I just need an hour of your time." I'm like, "An hour of my fucking time." Yeah, and we're not we're not we're not joking. They'd be like, "Motherfuckers, be coming here." Like, yo, I just came from Georgia. I'm gonna I'm gonna sit down with you real quick. I need like thirty minutes. We're like. You don't get to, like, just book our time by showing up and then whatever. However, if you do bring bottles of Crown, Apple, and cash, and ass, I mean, maybe we're paying attention a little bit more. You're paying but, attention a little more, but you still didn't earn the fuck. Yo, me is, and 10 dudes showed up with nothing, and yo, hey, man, let me, uh, let me talk to you This is the quick. best one, too. The guy who says, I need 30 minutes of your time, you're like, listen, man, I'm busy. I ain't got time for that shit. Two hours later is wasted drunk in the pool. Oh, yeah. Every yeah. fucking time. Yeah, or trying to fuck some girl that he, he didn't even bring here. 
story of our lives. These motherfuckers. Must be so nice. You know, you, you know. here's the deal. I'm not bitching and complaining. It is no, nice. No, because it's be, good. It is, it's it a is great nice business we're in, and I like the members, man. It's, it's, definitely, it's definitely better than a fucking day job, which I've had plenty of those. Yeah. I've had more day jobs than anyone that I know of. I don't know anyone who's had more jobs than me. To be honest with you, I really you know, don't. You know what my saying is? I always tell the members, individually, I like all of you. Collectively, fuck. You know? <laughs> well, it's, it's hard because sometimes they have expectations of things. And I just wish, I wish a lot of things, but I just wish when, when people do come here, they would be a little more respectful of the property. And like, I never would go somewhere and just throw something on the ground that I know that someone lives at or... And you there's know, a lot of people up, destroy want, things, steal shit. Yeah, there's, I want to give a shout out to a lot of people. All the people listen. There's people who come here, and their campsites are immaculate afterwards. You know, I'm not. I'm not getting mad at you if you're partying three days and Saturday your campsite looks a little shitty, but Monday it's 100 percent clean. Because yeah, I get it, bro. No, for sure, you're partying. Like you know, and 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 most people do a little walk around cleanup. One of the things I used to hate was, and I still hate this. It's like 7 o'clock in the morning. I haven't slept yet on a member's weekend. I'm walking around to make sure everything's cool before I go to bed. And people are like, Miguel, get over here. Let's chug some tequila. And I'm like, bro, I didn't even drink. I haven't even drunk yet. I'm not, I haven't drunk this weekend. I'm working. And they're like, oh, my God. Fucking dude, let, like, relax a little. And I'm like, I'll punch you in the fucking dick, man. It's like, re- oh, I can't all right, relax. Oh, all right, Miguel. All right, Miguel. Calm I down. Calm I down, can't, Miguel. I can't. Calm down. It's like everybody wants you to relax and party. But the thing is, if we're relaxing and partying, the party doesn't happen. Yeah. Um, you know, it, it, it's fucking... Uh, a lot of people don't quite understand what we do. They think we're just, like, fucking getting drunk and fucking hoes every day. They, yeah. think that they, they think that all this stuff just magically showed up and, and, and it'll all just keep coming right back. They think that... Like, I mean, I probably spent a couple hundred dollars a month on fog juice. Yeah. Like... I don't know if y'all even know, like, for a gallon, it's about 25 to $30. If you guys watch me on the snaps or hear it or anything, and you're like, hey, Miguel, uh, if, if you want to think what my day consists of, uh, what probably nobody thinks about is receipts. My fucking day consists of so many goddamn receipts. And people are telling me, you just party all day here, huh? I'm like, no, motherfucker, no, no. Most of my day is goddamn receipts and like accounts receivable, you know. And no one, no one really cares about. Some people do that, that are interested in the entrepreneurial like business side of things. They are, but a lot of uh, a lot of people just want to hear, you know, the other stuff. And we have, you know, yeah, of course we have plenty of that. We have we have more than that than anything. I literally have in front of, of my desk a a, a a plaque that Mike wrote for me when we had the first comedy show here this year. And it basically says, enjoy your blowjobs and, re- and don't fuck this up because real jobs suck. And that's the truth. Because as much as there are receipts, and my day is fucking receipts. But as much as that's the thing, there are other times when it's like, hey, you know, like, like we, get to, we get to brainstorm about some of the wildest shit that we can actually make happen. I got to piss. I Should I piss in the bucket? Yeah, fucking piss All in the right. bucket, piss man. Bucket piss time. See, back before we had this goddamn clock, I would bullshit you and be like, oh, it's all right, Mike. We're at 55 minutes already. <laughs> go ahead and take a break. If you're going to piss in the bucket, don't piss near my drink, though. Come on. Go in the other side. The other way. Don't Put a mic near it, too. Let him hear it. Let him hear it. You hear that, guys? That is Mike pissing in a bucket. When you think Joe Rogan cares about you, if Joe Rogan has to piss, they stop his podcast. When Mike Busey has to piss, the show keeps going. We're also trying to figure out what happens to the piss because a while ago Mike pissed in the bucket, left the bucket, nobody cleaned it up, and the piss was gone. You damn sure no one cleaned it up. You know they did. Yeah, man. 
Piper's shit and your piss. <laughs> That's in our contract. We don't touch. That's a lot of piss. That's a lot of piss, Mike. Yeah. A little shake there. Ooh. Oh, a little dripped off the bucket there. Oh, That's good. Oh, that bucket's got a hole. A bucket's got a hole. <laughs> That's where the piss has been going. The bucket has a hole. <laughs> That's where all the piss has been going in the carpet because the bucket has a hole. We solved the mystery, boys. We solved the mystery. Wow. How crazy is that? So this whole time, I've the urine, there's drips all over the fucking the floor. Yeah, I know because the bucket has a hole, and that's a hole wow. buckets work, dude. That in like a couple minutes, the whole thing gonna be drained. That's dude. why we. That's why you keep losing your piss from the piss bucket. I, you would think that was set up just now. No, that was great. Yeah, you asked the question, and we immediately got the fucking answer. It's like a science experiment. Wow, I'm out of breath. I had to run. I had to run with that bucket of piss. That shit was no joke. It was dripping everywhere. It was, it was everywhere. The, Chris piss on the floor right now. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Chris's movements were great. Yeah, because he's like, I'm not going to get shit on and pissed on. He was having PTSD. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, man. Wow. So that, oh, my God. So that, 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 that carpet spot down yeah. there, you got to get the vacuum uh, steamer on there or something because there is probably at least two pisses, two piss buckets worth of piss down there. Maybe that's why Piper keeps shitting back here. Yeah. She thinks this is where she's supposed to go potty. Or it's because she has no goddamn training whatsoever. Or that. <laughs> Either of them. It's that one eye, man. That one eye, that, that one eye was fucking the, the shit eye. I like one time Courtney was trying to explain. Like, you guys were talking about Piper's piss and uh, her shit. And Courtney's like, Piper shits everywhere because she doesn't know any better. And we were like, and you were like, well, fucking teach her. And she's like. I gotta work. <laughs> like I felt like a dad, like like you were mom and she was dad. He's like, I gotta fucking work every day, and then you want me to come in here and teach this dog not to shit in, in scallywags beds. <laughs> I like anytime I see Piper coming away from somewhere she's been hiding out for a long time. I know there's a deuce there. Oh, I don't know if I talked about this one time. I was I was hooking up with a girl in the Prince. You told me about the panties. You do the panties. Did I say, that, did I say that on the podcast, guys? I don't know. Did I, you? I, 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 yeah, there was a turn, and it was like a white one, <laughs> like a like a just ancient prehistoric ghost petrified ghost turd, Disney haunted mansion turd, <laughs> Piper turds. Piper turds are everywhere. They're like Easter eggs, except they're not cool. <laughs> Oh man, man! I can't, I can't believe. believe the piss buckets had a hole in it. This whole, I can't believe we didn't fucking ever say maybe there's a hole in it. We we're like, it's got to be. I a was ghost. Saying, maybe someone really did go back here. I was like, nobody is cleaning it. this piss bucket. If 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 Piper's shit can just lay here in front of everyone and no one will touch it, no one's like, hold on, the boss been working hard and he peed in the bucket. Let me clean that for him. We've been working real hard. Several months ago, we had a company you may have heard of called. Oh man, Vice. I save that, save that, bro, for the whole next hour. Really, dude, that's like, that ain't gonna be a quick one. We've got like what twenty two minutes. I, I save that. You guys, I don't know. I mean, I, I want, know. I want to because you're not gonna be. You're gonna end up talking for like an hour on that one, and then uh, I'd say, guys. Well, then that means you have to listen to the rest of the, the second hour. Well, that's why we save it for the second hour. Oh. Yeah, guys, I'm not, I, I want to save it, dude, because what we're going to talk about in the second hour, which isn't coming up for a little bit, but was real big deal. Uh, 
we we just dropped our Vice special. We'll bring that up. But we also, like I said, we went to the Waka concert downtown. And Mike and Waka, Mike experienced Waka's oh, into some new age shit, man. So Waka Flocka and DJ Who Kid. DJ Who Kid is like one of the biggest DJs in yeah. hip hop. He, he, he's, he's fucking uh, the 50, 50 Cent's Cent DJ, DJ. Waka's DJ. He's he's the program director, I think, for Shady 45 on Sirius Satellite Radio. You know, he's homies with the who's who of everyone. He, This guy's, you know, he's the fucking man. And he's Mike's homie, and he came by with uh, with, with Waka to come hang out. Yeah, so early in the afternoon, uh, his homie and his, his entourage, they all come hung out, and I gave him a nice little tour. And uh, Waka had, uh, had not, like, when you tell some people about this place, it's like... It's hard to tell you about it. Because Walker hasn't been seen. here. Yeah, he you met him on the road, here. yeah. Yeah, he's always, like, met us up on tour. or He's been on the tour bus a couple times. But to come here and to see it and experience it, it's 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 very cool because you get to watch everyone's face being like, what yeah. the fuck? Is and they're, like, blown away just by the front door. Do you know how many people don't notice the Scrambler, too? I'll give them tours, yeah. and I'll take them over here, and they're like, what the fuck is this? They'll drive right past it, but they're not even it, – it's so overwhelming. They're like, that can't be a Scrambler out there. Yeah, so you, you drive them around, you show them everything, and, you know, my favorite part is really showing everyone, like, the warehouses and the arena and the, and the fun house and stuff because, like, they come here, they're already fucking impressed by the in the the downstairs of the house, and then you show them upstairs, like what the fuck is this? Yeah, and then they see the podcast room. People the really, love, people yeah, the really pod- love this in here. Podcast room. It, it, we are so desensitized to walking through your house, yeah. you know, because I'm like, oh, it's a giant picture of Post Malone, some Raptors, I guess, you know, the huge, <laughs> basically, you know, like Arcade here's Elvis's everywhere. glasses. I don't yeah. Know. Can I make you a fucking Slurpee? Like, I don't know, man. This is Jeff. He lives in a trailer over here. I guess he's cool, man. This is Electrons. They live in a trailer. Yeah, we have a trailer park around our lake, I guess. Campground. Everyone has. A gun range. I want to start being. Bike track. You know those people that just try to be humble about shit they shouldn't be humble about? That's how I want to start being. I'm like, this is, I don't know. This is the Knight Rider car. I don't I don't want to make it a big deal. It's not. It's just a car that was in the fucking show Knight Rider for like eight years, and Michael Knight sat on it all the time. Pretty lame, I know. Let's go over here and go to our tour bus. Oh, my God. You probably got two. Uh, you know, like, I want to be that guy for now. Be like, this is our scrambler or whatever. I don't know. Fucking. When people come here. It's not that big. It's That's the real reward is, uh, like, there's obviously shit that we've bought that, you know, loses its, like, impact after time but then when people come here and they get so jazzed about the 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 silliest simplest things that just makes that whole thing even more like rewarding i'll tell you this and i'm still financially against how the putt putt course went down i'll never not i'll never tell you that i'm happy financially (laughs) how the putt putt course went down but i will say i have yet to to greet anybody to this place who hasn't been like oh my god there's a putt putt course yeah you know everybody's like oh my god there's a putt putt course and so I'm like yeah and it's all because of the members everything yeah. I have is all because of them and that's why the Sausage Castle will always be at the home of the members and you could be here uh, next next uh, fucking members weekend which is Labor Day weekend third, third fourth, fourth and fifth of September Friday and Saturday and Sunday you can meet us up at Oasis and, and to be honest. If you're a member who fucks with us hard and you meet us out at those places, there's tons of times where Mike is like, come back to the after party. But if I get drunk enough, it. I'll be like, come on, fuck it, Miguel. Yeah. Let this dude come. But you got it. You got it. But it, it, don't think, man, and I'm going to tell this to green members. 
I hate when green members show up and then they're like, yo, I want to be a part of this. I want to fuck with this. Yeah, I know you do. We have a fucking. Well, here, here's the deal, Miguel. The they need, the they need to know this. We have no problem now because back in the day we did feel bad. Like, man, I just drove two hours to your house. I'm like, bro, it's two in the morning. I don't know who the fuck you are. You're not coming in. No. So if you do feel like you, you want to make the voyage all the way out to my, to, to my house and you're not a fucking invited or it's not a member's weekend and you're not supposed to be here, then you're not coming in. Yeah. Literally this weekend, a lot of people knew that Waka Flocka was here. And every couple hours, some yo, what up, hey man? I'm trying to party. What up? What's, love, what's up? And I love when they give us sob stories, like, bro, man, I've had a long ass week. I'm just trying to party. Cool. Fuck you. Cool story, bro. My my week involves making this party. Yeah. But also, get. I want. I want more importantly, guys. What I want so, you guys to know is, well, no, um, Waka is kind of like new agey and some shit now, right? Yeah, he's uh, he he's. A lot of people don't understand. He's a very intelligent person. He's very intellectually in touch with a lot of things. He's and, a real spiritual dude, too. Yeah, and he's, and he's growing and, 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 and maturing in, in a lot of areas that you would never fucking imagine. But what did Waka invite you to do while he was so here? So all day, he was like, he, he kept, he, we were just, you know, catching up. We ain't seen each other in a while. And we're just, we're just like sitting in my room just hanging out. Like, everyone else is getting drunk and partying and stuff. Me and him are just like chilling. We're not even drinking. We're just like chilling in my room. And uh, he's like, man, Mike, I got to put you on this meditation shit. And I was like, oh, yeah, what? what's that? Now, obviously, I know I've heard of meditation, <laughs> but I've never actually met. It's like when somebody tells me we, we got to go jogging. I'm like, jogging? Yeah, that, you, mean uh, that, you mean exercise? I've heard of it, but I didn't know <laughs> if it was COVID friendly. So he, uh, he mentioned it, and I kind of was like, yeah, man, that's cool. And I'm like thinking, yeah, you know. You know when someone tells you something about something and you're yeah. like, "Yo, I'll never have to do that." Yeah. And uh and and here's and here, here here's full disclosure. Um I follow a lot of like entrepreneurial, like successful like meme pages and shit and motivational video stuff on Instagram. And the thing I always consistently see is it talks about successful people meditate. So I'm like, "Fuck, I don't know if I don't know if my brain is made for that." Like being still and stop talking and think about nothing. I don't know. I don't know if I could do that. So he mentioned it several times throughout the day. And it was at, at this point, it almost like, if, you know, like when it's like Mike, when we say want to go somewhere to eat, he's like, what about Olive Garden? We're like, no, how about somewhere else? And then Mike's like, okay. Uh, maybe Olive Garden, you know? And I'm like, I think Mike wants Olive Garden. We're like, I think Mike w- or Waka wants to meditate. Yeah, so he was like, I didn't know how deep he was into this. So uh, he was like, oh, man, it's about to be sundown. I got to go. I'm like, where are you going? He's like, I got to meditate. I was like, oh, okay, all right, well, yeah, I'll, I'll check you. I'll, you know, I'll, I'll be over here. I'll just, you know, I'll see you in a little bit. It's like when you're at your homeboy's house and they're about to say grace, and you're like, oh, I'm in on this too? Yeah, you're okay. like, oh, oh, okay. Oh, okay. Thank so you, baby Carpenter. Him and one of his homies, uh, who I never saw his face, he had a mask on, but like not like a normal mask. He had like some fucking like Wu-Tang Clan shit on or something. I don't <laughs> Ghost face killer shit? Yeah, all he saw was his eyes the whole time. Like, real talk. But he was a really nice dude. And um, he, uh, <laughs> they were like, hey, man, just, you know, come with me. And then I remember you were about to pull up with the food. And I was like, oh, hey, yeah, I, I would love to, but uh, Miguel's about to show up and I got to help him bring the food in and stuff because we had whole like catered spread for everybody. 
And he was like, and he looked at me. He's like, "Come on, man, that, that, please, I, yeah. I really want you to come with me." And I was like, "All right, I, all right, I'll, I'll, I'll go. I'll go with you." How, so where are we going? He's like, I, and then he was keeping it very open. He's like, "I don't know. We just got to go somewhere where it's quiet." And I was like, "Um." Meanwhile, you hear like loud ass music everywhere. There's fucking girls running around screaming, dancing on the poles and stuff. You know, DJ Who kids like yelling, "What DJ Who kid?" Like everyone's just having fun. And uh, so I was like, "All right, let's go for a golf cart ride." So me, Waka, and his homie get in the golf cart. And right as right as we show up, Nikki Bacon is like wasting the drivers. Like, ah, what the hell? What the hell? And I'm like, "Hey, what's up?" And he, his his redneck ass has no idea what the fuck or who the fuck is Waka Flocka. He just doesn't doesn't get it. And uh, he he like jumps on the golf cart. I'm like, hey, uh, we're actually getting ready to go. Um, do I I, I felt yeah, like do something. Do yeah. something. I didn't want to say yeah. what it actually was because I didn't want to like come off weird and stuff. You know, I was kind of like, yeah, we're. I feel like we're about to go do like some prayer thing yeah. or something. I felt kind of you know I was. I was like, you know, fuck it. I'll step out of my comfort zone, and uh, we 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 finally uh, duck and dodge the random people that are just roaming around the front of the house. I drive all the way out to the gun range, and we, the weirdest place that you would think would be quiet, but you know, yeah. And there's no one there, and we're sitting there, and uh, we're sitting on little couches and stuff, and, and I'm kind of like being very respectful. Like, yeah. I'm like, all right, so you know, what do you, what do you do? Walk me through the process. And then uh, as he gets ready to, like, talk about it, here comes the fucking electrons walking up. And I'm like, we're on the other end of the property. Like, how did you even see us here? Like, and then he's like, I'm like, oh, what's up? I'm like, hey, uh, we're actually getting to fucking meditate. So uh, we're, like, kind of doing this little thing. At this point, you just got to be real with it. You're like, we're about to meditate. I need you guys to fucking bounce. I, yeah. I'll, t- I'll talk to everybody about it later. Yeah. I'll talk to everybody about it later. So they, so they leave respectfully. And then uh, I uh, we sit there and I'm just kind of like chilling. He starts, um, and I bet you it's so hard for you because you're looking around. You're like, oh man, this needs to be cleaned up. This. Needs oh to yeah, be- no, no, I was. I was like raking leaves off this little comforter, <laughs> and I was fixing the little uh, camo net on the on the banner. Walk is like, I need you to clear your mind. You're like, got it. But first, man, there's fucking- let me get Rowdy Rob out here with a drill. Let's uh, let's hang some of this shit up. There's shells everywhere, and I'm getting ready to start push brooming into a corner by the the skeet machine and shit, skeet shooter, and. Uh, we start getting bit by mosquitoes like crazy. It's like getting ready to go sundown. And uh, I, and he was like, and thank God, he was like feeling it too. Yeah. He's like, yeah, this is not good. It's not good. And we were like smacking our legs and shit. We're getting eaten alive, you know. And uh, I was like, it must be me. They've smelled the diabetes in me. They're fucking coming for me. Walk up. We got we to gotta go. We got to get on the golf cart. That was your Christian God being like, I don't want you to do any Eastern weird shit, Mike. <laughs> so, so we jumped on the golf cart and then... Um, I was like, all right, well, uh, you know, maybe next time he's like, oh, no, no, I still got to do it. <laughs> so I was like thinking I'm out of this, this meditation thing, but no, he was like, well, where else can we go? I was like, oh, I know where we can go. The tent. The place that was built for meditating, basically. Yes, the tent of pleasures. Like, why wouldn't we just go there? It's, yeah. it's Moroccan. It looks Middle yeah. Eastern. You know, you can, it's, you can sit. You there's can beds. There's AC in there. There's cute ass little fucking Arabic lights and shit. Like, this is perfect. Probably a lot of dried jizz, you know, yeah. whatever, no big deal. Mm-mm. It sharpens. So I, I, and I walk, walk a flocka and other random dude um, that I have no idea who he is uh, into the tent. And as soon as we walk in, 
um, one of his homies is laying down on the massage table and there's a masseuse here and she's massaging him. And then one of the Instagram model chicks they were here this weekend, uh, super hot chick, uh, she's like in the tent with one of the other girls that are staying here and they're just like just vibing and chilling. And I'm like, oh, yep, yeah, well, looks like we can't come in here. And he's like, no, no, this will work. I was like, oh, um, right. no, 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 no. They did that. Oh wow! No, they did. They did. They did. They did. And, I, and none of this. Why does meditating have to start with a chant? I'm like, I thought we were just gonna just like. So hold on, hold on, hold on, let me tell yeah. you. So we go to the back of the tent, to the very back, and uh, obviously because there's an AC right there, it was blowing right <laughs> in my face. I was like, all right, well, I'm gonna chill right here on this bed. So I'm like, I take my big ass chain off. I'm like, all right, I'm just kind of like just trying to chill out and meanwhile i'm like stressing the goal oh, the tacos are here <laughs> i hope they set up the, ta- the buffet table properly hope they didn't let all the quesadilla juice on the fucking cloth <coughs> next thing you know um he breaks out this like uh crown apple bag which i thought it was crown apple in it it was this big green bag like, okay okay we can meditate like this he breaks out this bowl <clears throat> i'm like what's that he's like oh it's my blah blah blah, blah. and i had no idea what the fuck he said and um, <coughs> he um, breaks out these little baggies. I'm like, what's that? He's like, cow dung. I was like, cow shit? He's like, yeah, whatever. I was like, you've been carrying around this bowl and cow shit? He's like, yeah, I take it everywhere with me. I was like, what? TSA is probably always <coughs> like, we need to check on this. Yeah, and there's these little, these little like, uh, oils and, like, um, uh, some type of fucking powders or something i don't know and he starts a fire in the in this little bowl look at a little like ceramic cereal bowl but it was like black and he shows me something on his phone kind of reminded me when i show you like a like a like a fucking meme uh, meme yeah check it out so i'm looking and it's like this crazy diagram of like the earth and then like the sun setting and there was a word for it <coughs> i forgot he's going to text me it later cuz i'm going to um study up on this a little bit cuz i'm going to give it a chance i'm going to check it out you yeah. know I'm like, you know i'm not going to be like i mean we got cows. not going to be like miguel a negative hater and shit on everything right, i'm just sure. like All right, let me listen to let me listen to what he has to you're say you're only going to listen to it cuz he showed you a meme with it and now you're like oh that's science yeah so he was saying well right at sunset is when all the nutrients from the earth rise and he it was basically focused around energy and uh this this cow shit he's burning he put all these like uh wouldn't it only be the nutrients from the earth part that the sun's setting on uh listen don't don't get me because i mean it's to explain not the exact somewhere. science of this and then shit what happens in alaska when there's like six all right listen miguel if waka flocka asks you <laughs> to go to your moroccan tent and to <laughs> meditate you're gonna fucking do it okay so here i am chilling with waka flocka and <laughs> And I'm fucking, you know, been with him a bunch of times. He's, he's the homie. Yeah. He's a great friend. You know? Um, he breaks out this bowl and this cow shit and these these uh, oils and stuff. And right as he starts doing it, the Instagram model, the masseuse, and uh, the, the chick that eats the Doritos that stays here all the time. They're they're just sitting there like, uh-huh, oh my god, hey. I'm like, hey, listen, ladies, we're meditating. Yeah. Um, shut the fuck up, shut the fuck up, shut the fuck up. And well, we hadn't started yet. Hold on. I'm, I'm walking you up to that. 
So they're like, oh, yeah, I love. And I'm just like, oh, God, we're about to hear some fucking stupid bullshit from a fucking girl. It's like some valley girl ex- explanation about her chakras and shit. I'm like, oh, my God, this is per- this is my personal hell right I'm now. I'm all about meditating and keeping my body right, vape, vape, yeah. vape. Yeah, exactly. So I'm like, hey, listen. Uh, um, and then they were like, hey, is it cool if I meditate with you? And I look, and I automatically go, no, 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 no. We're, we're just kind of doing it. And he goes, yeah, no, that's fine. Of course. So I'm like, oh, fuck. Walker, you done fucked up, man. Everybody is supposed to be enlightened. Yeah. So uh, Walker Flucka, I'll let them sit with us. And then while one of them sitting with us, the one's just like watching videos on Instagram. I'm like, hey, turn your phone off and shut the fuck up. You can't talk if you're going to say it. I was like, I'm not mad if you want to leave. I'm like basically inviting them to invite yeah. themselves out of this situation. So here I am. Fucking, um, is that what it's called, Steve? Yeah, I found it. Is that what it's called? Yeah. Um, what's how do you pronounce that? I have no idea, but it's a guide on how to do it. It's talking about the sunrise and sunset. Yeah, it's a rod, a rod, a rod, a rod, dua. I don't know. Hail poo, hella poo. Bro, you're about to summon a fucking demon. No. Well, no, you he woken me, Azraban, the so, seventh son of Satan. <laughs> fucking. So here we got fucking uh, three ladies that have a very hard time shutting up worse than me. And we're sitting there, and I got homie has a mask on his face. Like, he's getting ready to go rob a 7-Eleven. Not, not a fucking... Uh, a, a fucking COVID mask. COVID mask. Like just Ghost a, face killer fucking yeah, mask. Yeah, some Wu-Tang shit. And... Uh, and I'm just like, because uh, at this point I know you're kind of like embarrassed about these girls. You're like, yeah, I'm oh, embarrassed God. of these girls. Cause I'm worried they're gonna say some dumbass shit because I'm not trying to be disrespectful. Yeah. And I really am. I do believe in energy and the laws of attraction and shit. So I'm like, all right. And you're letting let your me step out of my you, ignorant yeah, shit and show like, you just, some shit he's yeah. doing. I, I, you know, I felt like I felt like when you go to like uh, a church of a religion that you don't practice. Yeah. Like it was like when I went to my aunt's Catholic church and I did all this goddamn sitting up, sitting down, sitting up, sitting down. Like, oh, yeah, yeah. like oh, I'm gonna go ahead and say, oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. whatever, yeah. fucking sit down, sit up. And I don't want to be disrespectful. So I'm, and then I'm also trying not to be an ignorant fucking idiot. So I'm just like, you know, trying to enlighten myself. To, you Going know. to other people's churches makes me realize, oh my God, do I look this stupid? Yeah, well, you know, like <laughs> I, I'm sitting here, like, okay, let me let me fucking just you know be respectful because this this the yeah. homie, and I know he made it very clear all throughout the day that he really wanted me to do this and how it was going to change my life. So, so I, you're like more stressed than anything at this moment now, yeah. too. So I'm like, fuck, and I'm still I'm still worried about, about the, the quesadillas yeah. being spilt everywhere. <laughs> And, and is the bar counter clean? Is the is it, are the incense? Walker, if you went into Waka's head right at that moment, you would hear the ocean and an eagle, and there'd be an inner voice that'd be like, "Waka, you can find all the peace you need inside you." And if you went into Mike's, it would sound like a kitchen in a Brazilian restaurant. It's like exactly, exactly, like a city scene in New York. There's a jackhammer go in a building. Exactly. So here I am, like. Oh God! I'm supposed to meditate. I'm like, okay, so go ahead and uh, walk us through this. Walk up, walk up, walk up, walk up, walk us through this, Flair. Bing zing of the day. So fucking, he starts a fire with this cow shit, and then he starts putting these like uh, oils and like uh, some type of. I know you're thinking. I hope we're not drinking this. I hope we're not drinking this. I hope we're not drinking this. Oh yeah, no, exactly. I was like, oh, this is like some ramen noodle fucking shit. Like, what the fuck is this? Then, then uh, him and his homie, 
they they start looking at their clocks because like I guess there's like a time that you're supposed to do it every day because it's when the the nutrients from the earth like rise up into the air or some shit and uh and he goes okay and, and then he <laughs> and I was like whoa so I was like okay Mike don't and I'm like oh fuck is my phone on silent like, oh, <laughs> so I'm like and he's got his eyes closed and you know like when you're when you're at a church situation or grace yeah when you're supposed to close your eyes and you look around to see if they got their eyes open I'm yeah like, oh fuck he totally has his eyes closed you Shit. ever caught somebody's eyes at the same time you're like <laughs> and I couldn't catch the Wu Tang guy's eyes because he was so like he was literally like barely like I could barely see his eyes and shit. So I was like, "This is eyes open." And then they're sitting like arms length away from me on on the next bed over, and, we're, and there's like a there's a giant like uh like plaster Buddha next to us, by the way, because it's in the tent, and it's like it's beautiful Moroccan tent. Uh, it's a beautiful tent. And here, Mor- here, fucking Waka Flocka is. And he's burning cow shit and and chanting this stuff. And then all of a sudden, everyone gets quiet. And then I'm like, looking over at the scally. It's like, all right. And then the Don't one is doing this, this shit. She's got the like the hands in the weird. I'm like, oh. I'm like, hold on. Am I supposed to do that? Yeah. I was like, oh, I don't How know. Come no one else is doing this shit, bitch. And you're like fucking, like she's holding two pennies together. Really? She's just like, mm, she's She's an Indian style. And she's yeah. levitating like on some genie shit. And I'm like, oh, God. I was, at first, I wanted to clown her, but then I'm like, oh, fuck. Am I supposed to be like that? And remind you, this is a scally we've seen here for months, never once fucking meditating. Yeah, and now she's no. now she's hopping into it like she's an alternative on the Olympic meditating team. Yeah, you know? so I'm like, oh, fuck. So I'm like, all right, Mike, don't be ignorant and disrespectful. Just walk up. I want you to fucking meditate. You fucking meditate. So I'm like... I'm just gonna breathe. I'm just chilling. Mike, all the tacos. <laughs> There's leaves I, on the floor, Michael. All I hear is blah blah, <laughs> busting at you. Snakes in the grass. I'm gonna cut the. Uh, all I hear is fucking wild boy. Fucking, <laughs> I'm a fucking wild boy. And I'm just like, oh, the fucking tacos. <laughs> and then I'm just sitting there chilling. And I swear to God, bro, thirty seconds into it. Just fu- rifle firing? Gun- gunshots in the background. <laughs> and they were a good mile away, but you could hear it. And I'm like thinking, is someone at the gun range? <laughs> and I'm like, all right. So- this is the worst. Leaving Mike alone with his thoughts is, is not going to make him relax. If Hell you want Mike, no. If you want Mike to relax, put on serendipity, Make uh, dim the lights, everybody come sit Massage and watch it with him. Massage my feet, suck my dick, yeah. let me just chill. <laughs> He's like... Are those gun red shouts coming from our side or not? Are yes, no, exactly. And I'm like, oh fuck, I hope I hope they don't think that's ours. <laughs> I was like, how ironic is this? And I was like, oh my god, this is going to be great for the podcast. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to tell the podcast this week how I'm meditating with Waka Flocka in my tent, and there's gunshots going off. Why these dumb bitches are fucking trying to tell me about my chakras? <laughs> I was like, oh my god, this is so fucking ridiculous and then i'm kind of like low-key panicking i'm like oh man is it how when does this end like <laughs> and i forgot to ask like how long we do this for because i'm like damn what if they're it's like when crazy... i'm filming an office talk and i'm like oh yeah. my god when is this gonna be over <laughs> what is... we're not even talking about the same thing anymore so i start low-key panicking i'm like oh fuck <laughs> during your meditation i hope everyone has enough tacos i was like i hope i hope everyone's in there like behaving and everything's like good and then i hear the gunshots again and i'm like all right just calm down everything's okay and there's a speaker out by the pool yeah and all of a sudden you're quiet you can hear 
just fucking ratchet, wild ass fucking hip hop, EDM. And I'm like, oh my God. Mike hears the voice of somebody, hell yeah, you can jump off of that into the pool. No, you can't. No, you can't. No, you can't. <laughs> Dude, you're talking like I. I can hear that. Losing. I can hear that the fog machine doesn't have enough juice. We're stuck. <laughs> I'm slow key. I'm low key panicking in my mind, like, oh God. I know I can shut up, but can these fucking bitches shut up? <laughs> I was like, oh, someone's going to ruin this. I can feel it. I can feel it. And it felt like what could have been eternity. <laughs> and finally, I looked over, and he was like, what do you think? <laughs> I was like, wow, that was intense. <laughs> he was like, bro, I'm telling you, man, this shit will change your life. I was like, man, I just got to, I guess I got to fuck with this more. I, and he's, I was like, you're going to have to send me some links or something. <laughs> you have to send me some diagrams of what the fuck we just did. And I was like, so what's up with that stuff? He's like, I was like, you just, you, you, did you order it here? He's like, no, I, I travel with it. I was like, you travel with the cow dung and all these oils and herbs and shit? He's like, yeah. I was like, wow. And I was like, holy shit. Okay. So then like, I'm like, uh, oh, man. And the, the, the fucking, the scallywags, thank God they were behaving. Thank you, ladies, if you're listening. Uh, probably not, you know, but whatever. Um, I fucking meditated with Waka Flocka and, and the fucking Ten of Pleasures with a bunch of motherfuckers. My favorite part about this story is I wish you guys were hooked up with a heart monitor because Waka's heart rate would have been so low and centered and yours would have been like you did a line of fucking cocaine. Yes. <laughs> You're like, ah! I bet you immediately, too, when you guys walked out the tent in your head. It all hit you. You're like, tacos, scallies, music, oh, yeah. speaker, I was bass. never so glad to, like, get out of that tent. I was like, oh, my God. And yeah, and, it was and the ten of feet. I, I did take I did take a picture right before he went into the chanting. Yeah, and it's a beautiful photo. I posted on the on the feed. If you're a member of mybeats.com, you can check out the feed. It's like basically an uncensored OnlyFans fucking Instagram. Feed. Yeah, it's, it's OnlyFans Instagram uncensored feed. Everything we upload to the site goes there. Every photo of the day, photos, videos. I posted a video the other day of some hot chick farting in a bowl of milk. Whatever. You see a lot of crazy shit you will definitely never see. Pretty much see. highbrow art. Yeah. Anything that you I can never, ever post on any of the regular social media, uh, you get to see that and all the years and years of content that's on there, the videos, the photos, and you get to come to the events. The so. events that we're having the 3rd, 4th, and 5th of September. Remember, Labor Day weekend party first, or <clears throat> Members Weekend party. First one we've had it in, in a month because uh, we didn't have one in August because we had other events. And then August 28th, we're going to be at Oasis on the River in Sanford hosting a pool party. A Saturday, wild. 2 o'clock. Yep. Uh, from 2 p.m. to 7 p.m. Don't meet us there. Beat, beat us there. Beat us there. All right, guys, we're going to go to our first break. When we come back from our break, we're going to talk about our Vice special that just aired, which is oh, wow. fucking amazing. But wait, there's more. You're listening to The Mike Busey Show. Does your life suck? Are you tired of the same shitty old dead-end job? Has your girlfriend stopped sucking your dick? Well, guess what, motherfuckers? Knock, knock, because here's your opportunity to change your life. For just under a dollar a day, become a member of MikeBusey.com right now, and you'll enjoy the following. Some of the wildest, craziest, sexiest, never-seen-before footage live on the Snapchat. Sure, we all love the regular Snapchat, but if you want to see what's really going on, join now. Not only do you get to enjoy the countless hours of entertainment from me and the rest of the Sausage Castle family, but enjoy the long list of content creators that you signed up for, bringing new and amazing shows just for you to enjoy. 
log into your online account every day to see some of this content you may have missed. After you've been a faithful member for three months, watch your mailbox because we're sending you one of these badass members-only t-shirts. You can't buy this anywhere. You've got to earn it. The content's good if you're really into the content stuff, but for me, I'm more about the coming down, the parties. The Snapchat's great. I watch it. It's That's not really what it's about for me. It's about coming down, hanging out. Being a member of MikeBeasy.com, it's not just about watching a secret Snapchat. It's an experience. As a member of MikeBeasy.com, you'll have access to some of the wildest and craziest parties at Mike Beasy's personal home, the world-famous Sausage Castle. Enjoy Members Weekends. That's where you and the rest of the family join up at the wildest house in America and spend three days and three nights camping, drinking, sucking and fucking some of the wildest shit you'll ever experience. During Members Weekends, you'll be rubbing elbows with some of the sexiest, craziest, wildest ladies you'll ever imagine. The Beauty Beauties. Don't worry, campers. We've gone an extra mile here at the Sausage Castle to make sure all you members are comfortable and have one hell of a camping experience. I've been following Mike Busey for quite a while. I've been a member for about three months, and I'll tell you what, it's the best, been the best three months of my life. To Memberships members, is you're missing out. I, I, I started following Mike Busey about, uh, about two years ago, and the guy's a real guy. And it uh, allows people to come here. They're like oh, outcasts man. in society, and they fit in well. And uh, I was like, yeah, I got to fuck with this guy. There. Man, I've been following Mike about two months. Became a member a month ago. So, but I'm, I'm happy I'm here at the fucking Sausage Castle. Having a great day of fucking the drunken field bed. All I can say is America right now. Follow Mike Busey. Look at my eyes. Took my glasses off for you, America. For you. Follow Mike Busey. Become a member. Party at the Sausage Castle. Hell yeah. I hope you're hungry, because we're providing breakfast, lunch, and dinner. Each campsite comes with its own electrical hookups, picnic table, fire pit, and grill. Go skating around our track, swim in our lake, enjoy our luxurious outdoor showers. The only showers that you go to get clean, but sometimes you come out dirty. During Members Weekend, enjoy the countless sports, entertainment, and amenities we have to offer. Live game show and trivia, tug of war, boxing, foam wrestling, airboating, basketball, tennis, volleyball, football, dodgeball. Enjoy our awesome arcade, epic costume parties. Do you remember playing field day as a child? Well, imagine you doing the same shit, but really wasted. Each member's weekend, you and your team will battle it out to win thousands of dollars in cash and prizes. Yeah. That's right, Team White, Team Blue, not Team Black if they lose. Oh, right, it's like that, Big Mike. It's Team Black, bro. Even though we lost all our all our stuff so far. The Members Weekend, I'ma put it simple, has been the weirdest but most epic time of my life. You know what I mean? That's what I'm saying. Like this is just right. it, it's life. Right now to it's it's amazing. I'm honored to be here. I'm honored to meet everybody, to see how cool everybody is, how what? loving they are, and just how chill they are. They're just real people like us. Like it, I don't even think it's about the money, it's about the pride at some point. Some of these people they get they're so passionate about winning it that they don't even care about the cash prize. They're doing things that you'd never imagine just for the pride to win. Did you know that we have a full functioning recording studio? We've got some of the industry's premier equipment in our state-of-the-art recording facilities. You never know who's going to show up at the Sausage Castle. We've had a long list of celebrities, 
rappers, rock stars, athletes, models, and porn stars that have graced the doors of the Sausage Castle. Think of it as a summer camp, but everyone's really fucking wasted and doing really weird shit with their genitals. The party doesn't stop at the Sausage Castle. At Members Weekends, you'll be able to experience the massive invasion as the, all the members head downtown Orlando. We've been known to take the party to the streets. Nothing beats a bunch of crazy assholes loading up on a party bus for a night of fun. Or enjoy an evening on the seven seas as we gamble and drink the night away on party cruise boat adventures. You never know where Mike Busey's gonna take you and the rest of the members during Members Weekends. Just shut up and get on the bus and enjoy the ride. Not everyone can make it to Members Weekends. By becoming a member, you'll be able to reap the benefits of coming to our shows and hanging out and partying with us for absolutely free, backstage or even on stage. Oh yes, if you're a member, we're putting you right there in the center of all the action. You don't have to take my word for it. Here's one of the members we met in Las Vegas. My name's Vince from LA. Been a member for about eight months now. Great eight months. If you're on the fence, just do it. Once you do it, you won't regret it, and you'll just love every second of it. It's a, such a debauchery that it, it's oh a good debauchery. You, you won't regret it. Then you meet a guy named Mike Busey, and then he introduces you to a whole other fucking life. Then you just become a member, and then you fucking see the debauchery show for it. Did we mention this is all 100% free? If you're a current member, you get to enjoy all the members' weekends for free. Let's be honest. I could probably name a million things you spend $30 a month on. Gatorade, cigarettes, bullshit at the gas station, the Sausage Castle. It's a place that defines freedom. A place that you can be yourself. A place where all walks of life are welcomed. No matter what race religion, rich or poor, gay or straight, Christian or atheist, it doesn't matter. Come and enjoy. Arrive as strangers and leave as family. And we're back. You're listening to the Mike Busey Show with my wonderful host, Miguel Colon Jr. And guys, it's, it's extremely hot for Mike today. Yeah, I've got my shirt off. Shirt off. He did a good nip pinch before. Oh, yeah. If you guys don't know about Mike's nip, nipple pinching, it's something he does. Uh, so basically, you've said it before. You like that your your nips are big. I got so big-ass fucking pepperoni nipples. And so you always want them to be erect, though? They look like goddamn orangutan titties. But what makes it better that they're erect to you? Because they look, they look less fucking like a flaccid. Look at Chris's face right now. <laughs> he loves this. Big-ass nipples. I just need them hard. I don't want them, I don't want them flaccid. I need them hard. <laughs> They look. They make me look less fatter, left like puffers. <laughs> Got some puffers on me. Jeff, have you ever looked at Mike's nips and thought anything like? I look like the the, the chicken National Geographic from Uganda. You see, like the puffered titties. I should just put like a little black child in my hand and hold it. Why is a crocodile trying to eat it? Fucking just walking the fucking Nile River and shit, just chilling. <laughs> Mike does piece of bamboo tied to my balls. Mike's got two things that I love. One is the nip pinch because he'll just be staring at something, talking real deep. He's like, and you just see him. He comes from the side, both hands on the side. Uh, it's like 10 and 2. Uh, <laughs> elbows out. Just like this. Yeah, and right then here. he gives him a pull. 
And then, uh, okay, this Chris is where you cut to the shot. There you yeah. go. Yeah, there you go. There you go. And he Just, gives him a little pull. A little and the thing is, he doesn't pay attention to doing it. Ooh, look at yeah. little things. Rock hard, boy. No <laughs> more just, puffers today, kids. He just pulls him while he's talking. He's like, yeah, we're going to have to move this thing over here, blah, blah, blah. And then my second favorite Mike pose is what I call Chicken Man. And that's when you put both your hands on your hips with your arms kind of curved. Yep. It looks like you have wings. And sometimes, like, he's, it's a moment where Mike is the general. Something super important's happening. Deep he thought. Is, he is our leader. And then I just look on the side. There's a chicken man standing there. Well, I'm so fucking hot in here. I got my goddamn shirt off. I'm dr- my shirt is drenched. Drenched. Just like that carpet below this desk from fucking urine. <laughs> yeah. Oh man, I walked by the bucket outside. It reeks too. I just threw the bucket out there by the scrambler. Yeah, because we thought somebody's been cleaning it secretly this whole time. Turns out Psych. it's just been leaking into the floorboards. Fuck. At least two to three pisses. Yeah. At least two to three pisses. Oh, at least. At least. Well, we got a members weekend coming up. We were talking about that at the break. And you know who's going to be able to come to that members weekend, Mike? Read All the people it. on this list. So if you sign up, we, uh, we print out uh, whoever signs up that week. We say your name, so your name is forever embedded into this uh, MP3 or whatever the fuck it is, or on the website at mightbeast.com in the video. If you're a member, you can watch it. Well, let me let you know who's coming. Alex Hernandez from Long Key, Florida. Hell yeah. Andrew Otavio from Kitty Hawk, North Carolina. They invented flight. Zachary Jordan, Benson, North Carolina. Dane Frey from Costa Mesa, California. Ooh, I'm glad you got that name. <laughs> this one here. Hobo Hunter from Berkeley, California. <laughs> Hobo Hunter. And then BJ from Paso Robles, California. Morgan Harvey from Glendale Heights, Illinois. Josh Evans from Altamont, Florida. What up, Josh? Tracy Goss from Seattle, Washington. Sean from Sanford. Or no, Sean Sanford from Huntington, Maryland. Edward Stevens from Deltona, Florida. Michael McDaniel Martinez from Duarte, California. I like how he has the double name. Like, for jobs, it's Michael McDaniel. But when I'm hanging out with the Vatos, it's Michael Martinez. Kimberly Dossett from Thorndale, Ontario, California. Uh, Danny Lanther from Canadiac, Quebec. It's so oh, hot in here. Uh, Pete Williams from St. Louis, Missouri. Uh, Stephen Courant from Gloucester, New Jersey. Uh, Matthew Diamond from Devon, Alberta, Canada, I'm guessing, A.B. Austin Sawyers from Witherville, Virginia. And Mike Paul Petrino from Olmstead Town, Ohio. I'm going to put a little tear on the list, and you're starting at that name, Andrew, Mike. Should I just go ahead and finish it out right now? Yeah, do it, do it, do it. Andrew, Andrew. (laughs) Fuck you. Fucking first name off the bat. Fucks it up. Because I'm like, whoa, oh, what the fuck is that? Uh, Andrew Close from <laughs> Ellesmere, Kentucky. Uh, Jeff Gassett from Sherhurts, Texas. James Allen from South Haven, Mississippi. Andrew. Jared Hudson from Charlotte, North Carolina. Kyle Salbowski. Uh, West Bloomingfield. I wish you guys you Michigan. guys need to be members just so you could watch him scratch it looks like <laughs> Christopher Hall from Chicago He's Illinois throw shit at the camera soon and swing on a tire <laughs> Anthony Thomas Fort Worth Texas Stephen Green Ooh, from Clearwater just, Florida I was just in Fort Worth Kevin uh, Medvick from High Ridge Montana Catherine Cad 
from Oahi, Oahu, O J A I, Ojai, Ojai, California. That's a hard one, bro. Yeah, uh, I don't even know if I got that. Ryan right. Wilbanks from Ashland, Missouri. Dylan Mattis from Eden, Texas. Augusto Pentanero, Petatroni, Castleberry, Florida. <laughs> and this last one, Stephen. He fucked up because I, I walked in before the beginning of the show. Steven like, was so high. Like, literally, we were talking to call him a reefer addict. Mike is right behind him. And not even a whisper. Steven's like, hey, make sure Mike gets the bottom half of the list. Check out that name. And Mike's standing right behind him. And I'm just looking at Steven like, what the fuck? So, sorry, uh, Dixie Normus from <laughs> Long Richard, Florida is not a fucking member. Thank you very much, guys, for joining we appreciate it. Uh, dear God, we know um, without you guys, well, we'd probably just be two fat dudes. As my boy James Yawn tells the audience at comedy shows, if it wasn't for you, I'd be fucking up a fast food order somewhere. Yeah, for sure. Well, guys, I want to bring something up because if you're coming to this members weekend, uh, you're going to need to participate in the Drunken Olympics and all Make that sure cool my nipples shit. Are hard for Get sure. those nips right. Give me some yeah, right. chicken, man. Give me some go chicken, ahead, man. Go hands. Ahead. Uh, so if you're coming to this members weekend, you're going to participate in the Drunken Olympics. And if you're asking yourself, what is the Drunken Olympics? Well, you don't have to ask because our homeboy Taji from Vice, from the show Better Man, came by a couple months Tell ago. Tell him a little more about Taji. Taji. So Taji has a show called Better Man on Vice. He had a star co- show called One Star Review before that. And what Taji used to do on One Star Review is he would go to these places that got one star reviews and find out if these were real reviews or if this place was getting shitted on. Taji's a short dude, uh, kind of hipstery from New York. Uh I don't know Taji's ethnicity. I'd say he's brown-skinned, darker than me, and I don't know. I don't want to fuck it up and say he's Iraqi. No, no I think he is from the Middle East. Yeah, I just don't know where, and I don't I don't know. But uh, consider, like, a cool-ass Middle Eastern homeboy who's definitely, like, a New York hipster bro, you know? Uh, but he's real awkward, real socially awkward, real cool as fuck, though. He's got to get through his awkwardness to, to find out who he really is and have a blast. Well, he came here for his show, Better Man. His show, Better Man, is produced on Vice. And what it is is he's going around trying to better himself and learn more traits to be a better person. So he's done a couple episodes. Like and I'll be honest. He's a better AC in this motherfucker as well. Like to get. <laughs> the couple episodes he did were cool. But when he came here, one of the coolest things was this episode is the most dynamic. And you can tell he had the most fucking fun here. So much fun that they're still hitting us up. We're still talking about shit. Uh, we're going to have him back over here to do something. But, Mike, I will tell you this. We Or we might be just doing a whole series with Vice, whatever. Nothing, nothing's in stone, but we, let's uh, talk. Let's talk on the wire. Let's talk on the wire. Let's a little chit-chat, man. Some scuttlebutt. <laughs> we, uh... <laughs> We uh, <laughs> <laughs> look at you. So you're like, oh, we, we all uh, look some, at you. There's some swishels in the piss bucket, you know. <laughs> there's, a, there's a hole in the bucket yeah. piss somewhere. We got some, we got some piss in the carpet somewhere. We, you know, we need my fall over here, hey, my fall over there. Guys, if you guys are members, start using our catchphrases and weird sayings. Be like, yeah, man, there's definitely a hole in the piss bucket. <laughs> like, I'm just no, saying. don't, because you'll confuse me for the first twenty seconds. Like, <laughs> like, hey, what's up, man? Heard of some fucking hole in the piss bucket. Okay, and hey, I'm like, huh? I don't. I want to get oh, off subject real shit. quick. But real, I don't want to pull a Mike Busey, but... I'm going to pull a Mike Busey real quick, and I'm going to take us right back to Vice and Taji, I promise. But sometimes Mike is in the room, and we're having a conversation, and he'll only catch the like one phrase we said because he's thinking about a bunch of other things. Bro, I'm, I'm fucking meditating right now. I'm walking, walking. Yeah. Right now. Yeah. <laughs> so sometimes, get on my level, bro. Sometimes we'll be like, hey, man... 
uh, we'll be all the group, like, the van's brakes caught on fire, but Robbie fixed it. It's 100% good to go, and we don't have a problem because the people gave us the brakes for free. And Michael just be looking at you, and you're like, cool. He's like, okay, so, like, wait, the van needs brakes? <laughs> like, no, 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 no. Oh, no, it was on fire. It's on fire. Hold up. What, the van's on fire? You're like, no, listen. It was on fire. What the fuck? Why, why, why did anybody tell me it was on fire? And then you'll be done. you like, oh, okay, so it's done? Oh. Why did you tell me that? You know? <laughs> but uh, <laughs> so, so fucking true, man. So true. Anyway, Taji came here from Vice for Better, man. Come on, Mike. Focus, I know, bro. I know. Come on, I'm Mike. I'm fucking this up. Also, guys, this is a testament to how, like, like, a lot of times people will be like, oh, man, Miguel, you keeping Mike on track. Well, Mike's leading the story, and it's a lot harder when you're leading the story to keep everything on track. So this is a testament me leading the story I don't story know, right Corn now. Man. What do you think? <laughs> I think I cost way too much money. <laughs> but, yeah, so I'm actually passing you, Mike. Mike, Taji came here. They filmed a great episode. It's on YouTube right now. Actually, if you go to our site, we'll have a link for it. Or if you go to our Facebook page, you can check it out. Just go on Vice. It's like the last... It's like the second or last video. Go on YouTube and watch it, actually, man, because that's where I want to see the views go up. We're at over half a million right now. Yeah, like uh, a lot like, of people almost six hundred something thousand views. And uh, kind of explain to them what the episode was about and what you did in the episode. Well, I guess without getting all emotional, get emotional, like, bro. You need you're like to. come on, Mike, just go for it, Mike. Because I'm, I'm kind of like dreading talking about it because um, I watched it Sunday night, and well, first of all. <clears throat> The media loved the shit on me. We've had and we've had some negative experiences with Vice, man. I've had people literally come here and fake like they were like, "Oh man, you're so cool," and they were here just to do like what we call a hit piece. Yeah, you know, just to try to make us look like assholes. And we've talked about our history with Vice before. They wrote a bunch of articles on us, and then they started coming out here. They wanted to film us some some lame ass motherfucking cooking show. Basically, a complete hit piece to come sabotage us. It got to a point where there was only one person at Vice we liked, our homeboy Mitchell Sunderland. And, and then the when entire he left, fucking, yeah, and when he left Vice, we were like, "Well, fuck them." He, he's a gay guy that got fucking fired for being insensitive or yeah. or being unpolitically correct or something. We shit. took. We're we like, t- I didn't know that. I didn't know they do that to gay people. We, we took him to uh, yeah, very. very oh, they were protected crazy. by the fucking like hey, don't bald fuck eagles. with me. Uh, yeah. We we took. <laughs> I thought I thought I was like you can't fire my guy. He's gay. We took. He's it, allowed to say whatever the fuck he wants to say. We took Mitchell once to save Christmas, one of our Christmas specials, and he went to this house wearing a shirt with a giant airbrushed dick on it. Yeah, <laughs> we're like there with this legless kid saving his Christmas. The giant airbrushed dick shirt <laughs> <laughs> says Mike Busey on it. Yeah, <laughs> I forget who got someone got that someone. Oh, you know what? Who? who no, I don't know who got someone. I think one of my famous friends. Had that painted or something, and they gave it to me. Yeah, it was, was like, it was a really, I mean, I was, really like, good I was like, first of all, the motherfucker was gonna fit me for one. Yeah, what? I, I mean, yeah, because it fit Mitchell a little loose. I'm fucking, like, it's hot in here, bro. I'm sure. Well, check it out. Vice comes. They come. They hit us. Also, I'll let you guys know. Me and Mike were going back and forth forever about this. I really wanted Vice to come, and Mike was like, "Listen, the last time they've come, they haven't they haven't done anything right for us. They hadn't showed us love." Yeah, because people see us. All right, now I'm into it. Okay, right, here we go, Miguel. You got me. You got me. Here we go. Ooh, it took a minute. <laughs> so. 
<laughs> I was throwing everything at these them. goddamn motherfuckers. Tell man. them, tell them. They people see. I get it. Okay, I get it. I look like a douchebag. You think I'm fucking Guy Fieri? You, somehow you think Gary Busey has given me millions of dollars or some shit? Like I don't know what the fuck goes on in people's heads. Yeah, he lives. He lives in a fucking me- mediocre situation. He just gave me yeah everything. Uh, and then lives. I, I live better than him too, yeah. by the way. So it's like, huh? What? Like I don't. I don't really understand that. But um, Point Break ain't playing at night as much as it used to. Yeah, it's it's not. It, the checks don't come in like that, guys. I know. Yeah. I know Mr. Joshua was a big role. <laughs> he was second to Mel Gibson and and you know Lethal Weapon. Lighting himself with the lighter. And he didn't get Predator One. He got Predator Two. Yeah, Predator Two. Danny Glover Predator. Still a good one. Yeah, still a great one. But you know. I don't know why people just assume that like um, I am filthy rich and I have like all this advantage in life and and that I'm just so lucky because I haven't been giving goddamn shit and I am such a a fascination with the media where we have been on everything TMZ. Rolling Stone, Tosh.0, you name it, ridiculous. Every, you know how much bullshit we've been on? They love to look at what we're doing here. And it's definitely partly my fault because that's what we, you know, we put out there. But uh, we hope that the intelligent ones kind of see the deeper meaning behind all of it. And for the first time my entire fucking life, not only did they, like, get what I'm trying to do here, but they fucking knocked it out of the park. And I was, I ain't gonna lie. I was fucking emotional as fuck. I was like crying and shit. Cause I am, I am really, um, like obsessed with my legacy. And I know that when I die, there's gonna be plenty of motherfuckers like, fuck that guy. Ugh, ugh, fucking piece of shit. Jeff. Um, but I know there's gonna be a lot of people. I'm gonna have a big ass funeral Yeah, for sure. And if you swipe up now, you could be there. But if you're, it's a members only funeral. No green members. Hell no. Well, we might have like a standing room only in the back or some shit. Hey, it's but gonna the, be a big ass funeral. The thing was when I talked to you about it, one of the things that you said, like, not a, they knocked it out of the park. The reason they knocked it out of the park was, I, I what they did that I really respected, Mike, was they didn't hold back. They didn't. If we were weird, if we were dumb, and if we were stupid, they showed it. But if we were smart, if we were caring, if we were humble, they showed it. And they basically didn't do an you mean edit. fair journalism? Yeah. They didn't wow, do that's an, crazy. They didn't do an edit. Like, it starts out, one of the P parts of it. And I got worried. Because I was like, Nataji was telling me how it was going to be good. When we talked at the end of the night, he was like, bro, I really respect what you guys are doing here. I love this. I was like, man, don't fucking lie to me. Like, he basically convinced me. He was like, I was a chick. And he was like, I want to fuck you raw. And I was like, I'm going to let you do it, but nobody else. Well, one of the things is I, I would, I just, I fought it more than anything i didn't want him to come because i was like fuck them fuck vice fuck, fuck we, all those we fought goddamn about this hipster at a CVS. ass we liberal pieces of shit we fuck fought about them. this at a cvs parking lot yeah I, I was getting very heated with miguel yeah i'm like fuck that i was like dude fuck them fuck the goddamn fuck the whole goddamn building fuck them all i i i felt like they they did such a fucking slick ass hollywood smoke and mirror edit and and fuckery of and when you do the eddie hong show yeah, yeah. That shit couldn't have been more goddamn fake than ever. Because we've said before, but it was your first time listening, 
we had one idea done. I don't want to go too much details. We covered it before. I feel sweat we going down my butthole. <laughs> we basically had shot the producers an idea, and they kept being like, no, we need it wilder. We need it wilder. And then we made it this fucking circus that they wanted, and then they, they made it seem like we were just assholes. So not going into more detail about that. When we were meeting up with Alistair and Taji and the rest of the crew from uh, Better Man, there was definitely in me and Mike a little resentment, and we told them. We, I mean, I told them straight up on the phone. We're going to give you a chance, but you guys fucked us last time, and, and we will use all the power we have behind us to fuck you over. If you, Oh, if I, you... was coming, I was coming to kill people yeah. if they tried to do some shit again. Yeah. Because I was like, dude, I'm not getting paid for this shit. Like, y'all, y'all aren't coming. You're coming here to, like, showcase me and my world and the people that are here. I'm, I'm easy. I'm, like, picking on a kid. I'm easy to, yeah. like, make look like a fucking asshole or a crazy idiot. Yeah. But... You got to be a little more intelligent to look a little deeper behind of everything we're doing here. And and what they did, man, they came in here, like you said, they, in the beginning, like I said, I started watching the video. The first real thing you see in the video is Bianca walking by all drunk with a bottle of liquor. And she's like, my shoes are squishy. And I was like, oh, fuck. Here we go. Yes, here we go. But you know what? That actually happened. So I can't, I can't, I can't give them shit. They, they walked by and they saw that. Well, I have, I have like a process in my mind of how to deal with these things. Like. Anytime we're doing media or a TV show or whatever be the case, or reporters interviewing me or any of that stuff, um, that's that's one reason why I don't want to do podcasts unless I'm there in person. I don't want to do – no offense. And this is even before COVID and shit. Yeah. I don't like doing phone calls or like yeah. Skype shit or fucking Zoom. I'm not, I don't want to Zoom in on your shit. Like I don't. Like I'm, I'm going to be there. So I can look you dead in the eye and tell you this is like what my life is, this is who I am, this is what I do, da 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 da, and it it just seems very impersonal when it's over a phone. I don't I don't like those. So I didn't want them to come also because they were only going to come for one day, and I was like, no, you're not coming for one day. You're going to experience the whole three day weekend. You're going to stay amongst us, and and you're going to like talk to people and get a genuine like real temperature on what is going on here because you know how easy it is there's hundreds of people here you could talk and just walk up to some random person and it's literally like a human lottery you just don't know what's going to fucking come out of their mouth and you would almost thought like we like fucking said hey go talk to this person or that or this that dude some of the things that uh some of y'all said like moved me to tears because I was just like, wow, that's exactly what I'm trying to do here. On this episode, what Taji did was he was trying to learn how to be less socially awkward and meet friends. So the idea was he would come to a party and learn how to meet friends. And the reason it worked out so well here is our members are genuinely really inclusive with everybody. They want you to have a blast and have a good time. And one of the things that I loved, and it wasn't, it didn't air in the episode, but it happened when Taji first pulled up. He pulls up, they're miking me up for sound, and as they're miking me up for sound, we're around the lake, and people are just walking by, and it was like around noon, and people are like, hey man, afternoon Miguel, and I'm like, hey, afternoon, everybody's just walking by, walking the lake, doing their thing and stuff, and I saw the producers instantly tell the camera girl, they're like, get the camera, get the camera, because what they saw was there was about 12 people in scattered positions around the lake, all walking by to come by and just say good afternoon to me and and say what's up, because they were all just walking around. And they didn't use it in the Vice thing, which is cool, but I love that that was their first experience, was members just coming up to say good afternoon, and then people walked up, and this is the one that I noticed blew Taji's mind, I think. I saw it, you know, when you can read somebody's face, 
People came up not asking who they were or was this Vice. They just walked up and shook his hand and the producer's hand, introduced themselves, and then walked away. And that's the vibe here. That's a huge thing because it's the decency of the kind of people who party here to just say, oh, I don't know who these people are. They're obviously friends of Miguel's. I'm trying to say good morning to Miguel or good afternoon. I'm going to also say good afternoon. And these people, some of them look crazy. Some of them look wild. Some of them have been partying all night drinking. If you ever go look, if you like to people watch, the Sussex Castle is definitely a place to do it. You yeah. can sit. It's like the, the office in Men in Black <laughs> when they're all coming in and getting processed. Yeah, there's a there's, bunch of good-hearted, weird aliens. What's up, Chris? And you'll see so many different type of people here that you almost like, damn, is this shit like a casted thing? Yeah. Like, is that the token black guy? Is, is that the fucking overweight older dude that's... You know, quiet and shy. Is this the fucking hot 18-year-old, like, sorority chick? Or, and the people like, who come here are really excited to see each other. They make friends here that they talk to throughout the year but only see each other here. So there's a big, uh, awesome, embracing moment when people run into each other and they camp near each other. I find that when, when people come here for the first time, if the first couple times they come here and they, and they so- start socializing with the others, the others are quick to embrace a new mm-hmm. person. And you would think that they had been coming here for years. Yeah. And normally those uh, have a better success here because then, then they have like a, a, like a, a smaller you, like family union going on. Some of our gold members remind me of the old guy at the hardware slash tackle store. Because they come oh. in. Yeah, they're like, don't put your tent there, buddy. You're not going to be able to access water right. Come here. Let me. Mother, hold on real quick. I'm going to take these weird freaks and show them the good spot. And that's how people are here. They're like. Oh, you're going to get firewood before the sun goes yeah. out. If you want to get that fire going. You haven't eaten yet. Well, you're not going to get hot dogs till 8 o'clock. Get them something, get them something to eat right oh, now. Oh, great, remember, huh? Well, good luck with getting busted tonight. You yeah. better upgrade if you want to hang in the house tonight. Yeah, exactly. They're, everybody tries to, like, inform each other. You don't run into that vibe of people like. Fucking new guy, get your shit out of here. People are always trying to like help the new people. Yeah, we, we, we love that. And what's cool is a lot of the members, especially the gold members, they kind of police everything that's going on out there. Yeah. And uh, I love that because they can kind of see if the vibe is going good. And it's almost like they're quote-unquote camp counselors. Yeah, they feel a sense of ownership to this, and they want it to keep going, you know? Because we do love seeing new people. And... We'll get like a group of people, and sometimes they'll come around for a while, and then someone will break up or move away or yeah. whatever. Who knows? And Find then Jesus, I don't know. There's like uh, I call I, I yeah I call them the fucking uh, the weekend couples. Like you know they come here to hook up with each other, but then yeah. they go back to their homes, and their wife is like, "Why are you fucking that clown girl?" And it's like you stay out of my life, Gloria. It's three nights, Jesus Christ. There, there was this uh, there's this one dude I I forget his name. The curly hair guy that was uh, on the jack off standoff with. Uh, oh, I don't know his name either, but he's got the long curly Georgia. hair. Yeah. And I, we were like, hey, what, what'd you what? say? I think it's David. David? David? Yeah. That does sound right. Sounds, sounds about right. Yeah. Well, David um, met a very pretty girl here. Yeah. And I guess they started like talking and they were yeah. dating. So then they come the last couple weekends, uh, members' weekends, and then I didn't see her. And I was like, hey, what happened to your girl? He's like, oh, man, that bitch crazy. No like, way, David. Some girl you met on Members Weekend that fucked you in the shower three hours after she met you turned out to be a little wilder than you could handle? Yeah. Grow up, homie. You never know. Like what, what? I mean, it's just it's just a cool vibe. And uh... Well, they nailed it, though. Taji and them, they they nailed the vibe. They showed us. And like I said, they, ooh, good nipple pinch right there, Mike. Ooh, he's deep into the story. Chris missed uh, it. He's, uh, 
They I'm not. Dr- I haven't drank the last episode or this Ooh. episode either. The big thing that they nailed about the vibe was the honesty. Like I said, they've got some quotes from people who straight up sound idiotic, and that's fine because those people said that shit. But they don't harp in on that and try to make anyone look like an idiot. And what they really do is show off how many people here were kind to Taji, how Taji really did feel that he interacted with people that made him come out of his shell. And, uh, you know, he, 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 comp- he competed in the Drunken Olympics. He got into all the games. And he told me during the other one, he was like, he was like I fucking love this. Like, you know, like he wasn't, he wasn't holding back. It was after the Scrambler thing. That's where- why we always say, like, we we have all these cool games and drunken Olympics and scavenger hunts and stuff, and you know yeah we give out money, but I don't think anyone's really like trying to win the thousand dollars like that. It's more for the honor and the experience that you get, the camaraderie in between. Because there nothing says memories like shitting on someone's chest. Like once you shit on someone's chest or you're shoving hot dogs up someone one of your teammates assholes or whatever the fuck crazy shit y'all decide to do consensually. Um I tell you, that's 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 something right there. That's like that's like the guy who uh fucking went to your circumcision or your baptism. It's like giving somebody a kidney. Yeah, it's it's you gotta call him up every holiday. Hey, hey Bob. Hey, it's me. You become Chris. weird phantom twins. Like you stub your toe, and the guy's in his house. He's like, ah, you know. I, I, I was in I was in Walmart the other day, and I walked by the the hot dog aisle, and I thought about you, so you, I thought I'd give you a call. You share the same dreams. Like, are you seeing that old woman too? Yeah. <laughs> so uh, it's the, that's like the magic moments that are made here, dude. I've seen some shit where I'm like, there's no way they're gonna fucking do this. There's no way. And I'm like, oh, my God, they fucking did it. The Dutch rudder always gets me, man. Dude, like when I see two gangster straight dudes like engaging in some real suspect activity, I'm like, whoa. Like I start feeling uncomfortable. I'm like, there's seven people on your team and we're giving out $1,000. This is like 125 bucks a person, guys. Like everyone needs to calm the fuck down. Yeah, you can but just, like- they just get into it in that competitive spirit. And, and then, dude, I've seen a whole team of people – Every single race, religion, body type, you name it, gender, you name it, butt ass naked on top of a neon pink horse taking a photo together. Like, it is something magical about the walls here. Once you come here, you don't have to think about all and that shit. And do you feel that the Vice story nailed that? Oh, dude, so much. N- not completely. To they the, had 15 every, minutes, you know, so yeah. they couldn't, yeah. In 15 minutes, I honestly was moved to fucking tears. And what was something that stuck out about the about the piece that you loved the most? Like the part where Pinkham was like talking Tell about him, yeah, how so I, Pinkham's I, one of our members who I, was former uh, military guy who uh, you know got out of the military and things just weren't right for him. I've never heard him. I've heard someone rumored that he had said that before. But tell but him what he said. I never heard him say that I was like a part of saving his life. Tell him what he said though. Like he he basically said that he was like you know just ready to fucking off himself. And, that's exactly and he what he said. said. He said he was going to off himself. And then you... Uh, You're trying to make me cry, motherfucker? No, I'm trying to make you explain it to the goddamn no, people it's, who it's haven't just, watched the episode. <laughs> it's fucking... Uh, tell him. He, I'll, say, I'll say... Yeah, Pinkham was explaining to Taji. You tell him, Miguel. Yeah, Pinkham was explaining to Taji that, in his own words, that he was going to off himself. And then he started uh, watching stuff here and kicking it. And then people here that he had met, he came to a weekend, and, and it changed to the fact that he realized that uh, there was nothing. He said he talked to Mike, and he was telling Mike... And he realized there was nothing that permanent going on in his life that he needed to off himself. And that was huge because we had never heard him actually say that, you know, verbatim. We just had heard stories and he had, you know, vaguely brought up to you that, you know, he had, he had sometimes contemplated it. But we didn't know the fact that he was really going to just do it, came here 
and then totally didn't kill himself. And I mean, dude, I'll tell you this much. If everything we did goes to shit tomorrow, if one fucking person didn't kill themselves because of what you made here and what everybody participated in and helped create here, that'd be enough. Even Pinkham, who I'm like, ooh, you know, like even 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 Michael Pinkham. Because straight up, man, that dude's life, you know what I'm saying? I hope he's having good days. We talked to him, he comes to parties. He's a really great guy. Uh, I like to bust his balls. But the truth is, if if just one person, like, in the 20 years of you doing all this shit, if just one person didn't kill themselves because of what you built here and what you allowed the members to be a part of, then you fucking won, man. Yeah, it's... Then fucking, I mean, I'm not it's trying to make very, that about uh, you, but, man, if you can just look yourself in the mirror and say, man... I did something that I thought was just going to be fun for everybody, and it, I I was able to play a role in saving someone's life. That's it's, huge. It's definitely uh, a rewarding feeling to know that uh, the fucking media finally got to take a, a closer look, a deeper look, and then not only just get an honest, real raw um, evaluation from other people, not from me. But just from other people, and you, and you you have Daniel, that definitely is in the spectrum, and he he got his dick sucked for the first time here. And I know some of y'all are gonna just hear the word "dick sucked" and get hung on that. Yeah. But if you don't have a dick, or you've always had your dick sucked and without a problem, you probably don't understand the frustration of someone who's never had his dick sucked and yeah. how much that could fuck with somebody, knowing that. It like, might be not desired as other yeah, people. And it, it, that's it, a feeling that it's horrible. And and some of y'all are still hung on the blowjob of this this. I'll tell you story. how I'll tell you how to keep you uh how to break you away from being hung on the blowjob. And I've said this before in other podcasts when we talked about this. Daniel didn't get his dick sucked by a prostitute or some girl who was like, Oh fuck it, I'll suck that guy. He got a member. Lizette found out that you know he had never had his dick sucked, and she thought he was a sweet guy, and sucked his dick. And I mean, there's a big real difference. simple. There's no money exchanged or no persuasion. And the reason that it's a big deal is because Daniel got his first blowjob from somebody who wanted to suck his dick, who liked him, and thought that doing that would be fun and enjoyed it herself. And we talk about how much where being desired and everything like that matters. This wasn't like a charitable blowjob. This was a person. Honestly saying, hey, man, I think you're cool. I didn't know that you'd never had your dick sucked. I'd like to suck your dick. And somebody listening to that right now is going to die laughing and think that that is like a ridiculous statement. Someone right now is in their cubicle turning down their radio. Yeah, yeah. It is a ridiculous statement, but it's also an amazing thing that happened because – uh, let's be honest, man, especially I know I know this just from being a guy. I can't talk about any other gender and how it is, but I know this from being a guy. I know that uh, you want to be wanted. You want to be desired. You are you have a, you know, Daniel's, I think, 30 something years old. So he has a, you know, he's, he's he, 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 the man. He's a grown ass man who has sexual desires. And because of his, uh, you know, on the spectrum, he has a lot of problems communicating with people and a lot of problems not being awkward around people and a lot of problems uh, connecting. And here changed all that. He has tons of connections. Uh, and, and here, this is another thing. This place only changes your life if you're willing to put the work in to change your life, too. So as much as this place I want to celebrate and I want to celebrate what Mike's done here, I also want to celebrate the members for making it this place 
because it's the members who get it who make this place what it is. Because like you said, they're like camp counselors who feel they have a stake in this thing and they care so much to keep it going. It's like the Green Bay Packers. They all all the fans own a piece of it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And that's and that's how it is, man, and I appreciate that. And so th- this special, uh, you can see it on Vice. You can go on Vice. You can go on YouTube. Uh, it's better, uh, better man with Taji. Uh, and one of my favorite parts is I went on YouTube, Mike, and you I told had, me this. You read all fifteen hundred, and comments. now there's like two thousand comments. And, and la- the first night it aired, I got stuck in a wormhole, and for about three hours or so, back and forth. Oh, that's good nit pinch. I saw you. See, I only looked through a couple hundred, and then yeah. I was like, for the first time in my life, yeah. I'm, I'm, at this point, I'm already like blown away that they finally got a good point of like they got a, a good reality of what we're doing here and yeah. what we're trying to do. And the comments were great because and the comments weren't even really negative. I no. mean, there was plenty of negative There's ones. There's plenty of negative. But at that time, out of 1,500 comments, which there is 4,400 comments now, but out of the 1,500 comments that I read that night. The hater comments were there, and that's cool. They're going to be there. Like, that's what happens anytime. But the majority, and I mean this truthfully, the majority of the comments were comments like this. Uh, love it or hate it, that place is a place where everybody's getting along, and I can vibe with that. Here's another comment that I really love. Uh, I came into this wanting to make fun of these people, but they're strangely wholesome in a family. Uh, they said, uh, Taji came there, and I thought, what a joke. And I left feeling like, man, those people really care about each other. Uh, another one says, I love how unexpectedly wholesome and I love how unexpectedly wholesome and beautiful this was. I came into this expecting a whole nother vibe. Uh, I love the environment that they build over there. Not my scene, but it's their scene. And they don't seem to have a problem with people not thinking it's their scene. Which I like that comment a lot because that's somebody saying, not for me, but cool, dude. Do your thing. And it goes on and on like that. There were definitely some cool ones that were like, uh, or, or some funny ones where they were making fun of stuff. Uh, one of the guys brought up, he was like, that the king of the castle, talking about Mike, looks like the villain at the end of a, or boss at the end of a video game. Remember, uh, remember we, if y'all listened to the podcast, we talked about the WWE A&E Oh, did. yeah. One of the people we're talking about, they go, bro, those guys have the WWE WrestleMania 3 ring. And then another great one. That's about the disc golf Yeah, shit. Say, another great one was like, man, that place has disc golf. It has everything. So that, we're, we're hoping, we're assuming that's one of our podcast listeners because we went on a tire, like a, a, a fucking tear of a, a rant about how, how the fuck, why would they show three seconds of a fucking disc golf basket when you're trying to display what the sauces castle is in the intro we're like that's that's not it also guys if you haven't followed taji and you don't follow him advice a big majority of these comments are people telling him taji you carry this network because his shit and i'm not knocking other shit on vice but taji's the only one going out there making fun content everybody else in vice is like we're gonna look at the cocaine epidemic in my turtleneck in williamsburg brooklyn you know, yeah. and and Taji's like, I'm gonna go out places, man, and be a part of it. Yeah, the for the first time, I was already blown away by the fair reality of the of of the piece. There's also a star of this piece, which is Young Cassidy, uh, a girl who comes over here and hangs out all the time. They definitely followed her. She's super hot, super cool, but her quote has become. Like a goddamn star of all these comments. At one point, for no reason, Cassidy quotes, I love the environment. I love animals. And I'd love to be eaten by an alligator when I'm dead. 
And that has become the quintessential quote of this whole fucking thing. But there's also a lot of people like, tell. there's one comment, the guy goes, tell Cassidy, I love animals, I love the environment, I'd like to eat her if I was an alligator. So there's a lot of like charm out there, a lot of love. How, you said there's over 4,000 comments? 4,400 comments, and I haven't gone through all of these, but... And, and shout out to all the listeners and the members who have been in there like conversating or answering questions, because... They, we talked when we did the one little interview part with me and Taji in my room that went on for hours, but they only show so much of it and they definitely don't really explain how do you go from basically living fucking by the seat of your, your ass to all this. So that was like a a, a lot of, a lot of the questioning and um, and thank we saw what well, we saw Tree and a couple other people they yeah. were actually responding to the messages. Yeah, Tree was helping people understand how how people would ask questions like how do you go there? What's going on there? And they would respond. This one is great. This one and this one got a lot of likes. Mike, somebody says talking about you, Mike Busey. I'm saying as a life lord, as a lifelong Floridian, and talking about you, they said it's like this guy, Mike Busey, said to himself, "I'm going to take everything people make fun of Florida." Everything they think Florida's about, all the crazy shit that you see in Florida, and then I'm going to show it to you in a way that makes you feel bad about picking on Florida. Fuck yeah, yeah. I like that. I yeah. like that. That's a good one. And the it's, truth is this: it's we easy say- to pick on me and the house. Yeah. And the name alone is just fucking horrible. <laughs> so it's like the one thing you could change if you could go back in time. God, but I just feel like if it if it wasn't called the Sausage Castle, it just wouldn't be the Sausage Castle. Yeah, I, I, I don't think. It'd be like, yeah, we're going to blah, blah, blah's castle or something. Like, I don't know, man. And castles are cool. I have Castle Grayskull and I have Thunder Mountain uh, in yeah. my, or Snake Mountain. Snake Mountain. Uh, and He-Man shit, if you don't know what that means. Uh, <laughs> get with your 80s fucking toys, motherfucker. Uh, I, I bought that a couple years ago from some random motherfucker on Facebook Marketplace. How um, How nervous were you? Because we knew that the the Vice story was dropping on Sunday. We're, See, I, I I have my way to go through these things now. So pinch your nipples and meditate. I just say, you know, you did what you did, and they saw what they saw, and we all know that you're at the mercy of like an edit, and they can make it look horrible, they can make it look good, whatever. But uh, I guess at the end of the day, it really doesn't matter because. The people who come here and and know what it is, they already know. And and here's the thing, I've got a lot of fucking people that fucking will go to war for me, and they hate it even more because it's new to them. But I'm so used to being shitted on, so when when they see things, they're like more fired up. Right, it's new to them, and it's like it's like someone talking shit about something that means something so much to you in a place that like, I'm not doing this for the money. I'm not, I'm Lord not doing this. <laughs> like I, I'll, I'll, I'll consider my, this whole thing a, a failure. If I even die with money in my bank account, like y'all better spend all that shit on something really cool. Noted. Okay. So <laughs> <laughs> fucking, I don't give a fuck about it. Because I was half at, at one point, I was probably would say happier when I had none of this, and uh, but to have it all, it's it's a blessing, and I feel morally entitled to make sure I get to do everything that anyone ever maybe have wanted to do, and I'm glad I 
didn't get into this position till later in life because Lord knows if I'd have been like 21, 35, this shit would have already been all fucking done for. You know, it, it takes a lot of insanity and willpower to keep the shit moving and to wake up every single day and say, how the fuck am I going to kill it? How can I better this process? How can we take this to the next level? How can it be more impactful? How, what dumb shit am I going to buy to make it more fun, cool experience that someone wants to take a photo of, you know, um, how, how, who, what, when, where, all that stuff. I like, I don't sleep very much, you know? So when I am, when my eyes are open, I'm thinking and thinking and thinking and thinking like, what next? What can I do next? How can I, there's no like, you know, obviously I have goals and plans and, and desires to do this. I want this to be like the ultimate safe haven for rejects or the cool. I want the cool kid to lay down next to the fucking the band geek or the juggalo who was in Jinkos in the hallway that no one sat at with lunch. You know, I want all those people to be able to come here, hang out, and hopefully when they leave here, before they say fuck that guy or look at that person hopefully they like think twice and they think like well i wouldn't i shouldn't say that or i shouldn't think those negative thoughts and hopefully everyone just is more positive and more loving because the world's fucked up i mean we see what's going on every day in the news shit's fucked you know and we don't need no more of that and hopefully the sausage castle in my home will always be a place that people can come and escape the harsh realities of life, you know, and hopefully whether them watching hot chicks fart into a bowl of milk makes them laugh or some crazy video or some dumb idea, or they're able to get their rocks off to some hot chick getting cummed on in slow motion, wearing fucking a Mickey mouse head whatever some art me and aaron recently created we got a lot of cool stuff we've been filming a lot of fire ass shit that's about to drop as always we're very very fucking busy we're back the fuck up on edits tons of shit for you that so some of you may never be able to come here and that sucks but if you can't we're going to do our best by giving you the greatest content to make you feel like you are here oh i can tell jeff's getting hot over there too it's hot i'm i'm fucking i have sweat running down my ass crack and down my armpits it's bad. It's real bad. And we're doing this to uh, make sure you have the most outstanding audio. So for the love of God, if this shit does not sound good, Stephen, <laughs> I am. I mean, not that my fat ass doesn't need to sweat because Lord knows I should be. But hooked up to electronic equipment, uh, sweating right now, it, it definitely kills my vibe. I wouldn't recommend it if you were uh, meditating with Waka Flocka. <laughs> I, I, would, I would recommend a little more of a, a cool atmosphere so you can relax. This is definitely fucking very, God, it's fucking hot. But, uh, you know, it's, uh, man, it's just, it's so cool to finally, finally see the media showcase what we really got going on here. Some was- get lost in the, 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 the strippers and the midgets and the titties. Some of the comments you were reading to me, like people were like, I wonder how much they pay those girls. Yeah, there was a lot of that. That's the funny part. And then the best part, I love when people don't even ask. They just assume. They're like, oh, well, you know those girls get paid to be there at those parties. And you know what sucks is that 
everyone who leaves those negative, shitty comments, they're actually the ones we're trying to reach. Because they're the ones that are actually hurting inside that need to be at a place like this. Yeah. Because they really think that the only way to interact with other people is by paying them or by showering them something or sending them photos of their butthole and cash apping them or whatever whatever the fuck you think you need to interact with people. Not here, man. Not fucking here. And, and, hey, and here's the deal. I, I'm not hating if you're selling your pussy. I don't give a fuck. Sell your pussy all you want. But... Like the the it's insulting to me in, in this place for someone so narrow minded to think that that's like what we have to do. For one, we couldn't afford to do that. No way. You know, you you come here. There's definitely a fair share of girls, and there's there's some beautiful girls here, and then there's some less desirable girls. Just like there's some hot ass dudes, and there's some definitely some not hot ass dudes. Well, what, what was one of the comments you read to me about how all the... <laughs> they were like, how chicks- come all the girls are hot and all the dudes are fat? Yeah. So, I mean, it's like, what do you think? We all put our $33 a month into a pot and we just bought a bunch of chicks to come over and hang out and, and fucking play dodgeball with us? Is that what y'all really think? Like, I know that y'all think, oh, this rich guy, he just has a bunch of fucking hot girls. I've been fucking hoes and slamming Cadillac does since day fucking one. Good. Keep it humble. Yes. Yeah, no, sometimes, <laughs> I had to, sometimes I had to clap back. Sometimes I had to be like, fuck you. Like, I, I have no problem interacting with the opposite sex. I never have and I never will. Even if I was a homeless guy, I would. you would see me downtown homeless. Like, I'd be like, have a fucking nightclub cardboard box fucking penthouse. I'd have fucking <laughs> some of the finest donuts and subs from the trash, the dumpster. I would love to see wine and dining bitches behind 7-Eleven. Honestly, and not homeless, but I would love to see Mike as a bathroom attendant. Oh, dude. He would have everything. Lint brush. You know it. Fucking TV going with like a movie playing. You know it. Yeah, roller skates for no reason. Like, one guy asked me for roller skates once, and so I went out and bought roller skates. Yeah, like, I just get off on fucking making people happy, and I'm a people pleaser. I love, like entertaining them and and watching them laugh and smile like that's you know that's kind of like the what's the that's the phrase the, the tear the eyes the tears of the clown or some shit sad clown the, shit the, the ones that go through the most like sending the clown you know like the, the ones that 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 uh are trying to please everyone the most there's the ones that actually are really like the john wayne the gacy clown i don't know about the <laughs> the john wayne gacy clown but Maybe like Robin Williams or something, you know? Yeah. Like, they, they dedicate their entire life just to trying to bring joy to people. Do you think anyone, after John Wayne Gacy got, like, locked up, was like, man, I got to get his estate sale. I need some more clown shit. I know yeah, we know a selling. couple people that bought some John Wayne Gacy shit. We know people that had, a, had a Sims the Clown. Yeah. Who, R.I.P. He had him fucking tattooed on the back of his leg. Sick motherfucker. Yes. When you get John Wayne Gacy tattooed on the back of your leg, man, you're definitely like, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm down for some arguments, you know. <laughs> yeah, you're definitely encouraging that. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, the fucking Vice article, the the, the Vice story, it's, it was amazing, uh, man. It's it, available it was, on Vice.com. I feel like I've like been on period ever since it, it came on. Be, be a little, little bit, bit, but you know, it's, it's, <laughs> it just it just feels good. I mean, I'm sure the next thing we do with someone, it'll be, like, horrible, too. Oh, yeah, the New York Times article on us, and they're like, mass COVID spreading John Wayne Gacy clown representatives. (laughs) Yeah. 
They're yeah. going to splice things from decades together. They're like, Mike Busey, associate of Sims the John Wayne Gacy worshiping clown. Yeah. Mini pony sex. Yeah. You know? the, the, but at least we got the Vice one that'll be out forever. Yeah, so they'll have to delete that. And don't worry, I think we've already uploaded it to the website, too. So Yeah, we got it forever. It. And our members all have it. Yeah. It's, you know what, it's, man? It's fucking... What? What are you going to say? I'm going to say we had a good week, man. Yeah. We did good. I'm tired. All the Waka Flocka stuff, going out downtown, partying. Oh, my God. I felt partying. like it was a member's weekend this whole yeah, week. Yeah, it was a long weekend of you know. But craziness. we got some other long. We're shooting another reggaeton video tomorrow because we're the kings blah, of blah, reggaeton. Blah, 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 blah. I love the reggaeton chicks, though. Oh, I love the whole reggaeton crew, the chicks. We okay, so here's so the deal. hot, fucking fat we, ass Brazilians. They're not Brazilian. Colombians. None of them. What? They're hey, all Puerto Rican. Everyone who's been no, here's the been chicks, Rican. the girls, the girls have been Puerto Rican. Hey, don't tell me what the fuck they are in my <laughs> mind. Okay, you keep your John Wayne Gacy clown shit <laughs> fantasy in your head. And I'll do my head. All right, they're hot ass Colombian Brazilians in my mind. Okay. You know what Mike asked me? Are they really me? Puerto Rican? Yeah, yeah, man. All of them? All of them oh man. no, I don't believe that. Yeah, man, I don't believe it. You know what Mike asked me a while ago was crazy. He was like, "Yeah, man." He was like. You know, it's it's weird. He's like, because you're Puerto Rican and you don't even have an accent. And I was like, well, because I didn't grow up in Puerto Rico. And then I saw in his eyes him be like, oh. <laughs> 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 like, mm, getting me there with a little logic. Well, you know what else? John Wayne Gacy didn't grow up in Puerto Rico either. That makes you a little suspect in my book. <laughs> <laughs> okay, remember, we have a members weekend coming up. July 3rd, 4th. And fifth, uh, it's our Labor Day weekend party, so you know a hurricane's going to hit. Yeah, that's how it always works. Uh, it always rains on Fourth of July. A hurricane always hits us on Labor Day. You can rent rooms on the inside of the house. Yeah, bunks. We, uh, you, we have bunks, rooms for rent. Do you want to sit on the very bed that Waka Flocka sat on and meditated while yeah. it was? Uh, uh, we have the Waka Flocka. Med- we have the Waka Flocka meditation experience. <laughs> it just it just it just became a new thing you can buy yeah. online. Yeah. Yeah, so... Uh, and if you uh, don't get it, that's a walk-off like a fail. Hey, okay? maybe maybe some of y'all can't afford to be a member, okay? Uh, go go buy some merch. Go to MyBC.com forward yeah. slash store. We have a bunch of cool, custom-designed, ridiculous shit uh, on there for you to check out. And I'll tell you one thing. Nothing breaks the ice more than anything. You show up somewhere with a shirt that says The Sausage Castle. Oh, yeah. That's going to get them talking or walking right off the rip. Yeah. And especially, like, I was at the Publix one time, and the old man was like, Sausage Castle? He was like, "What's uh, what's the Sausage Castle?" And I was like, "It's a, you know, it's a recording studio." And he's like, "Sausage Castle, huh?" And he he walks away, and then later on, I see him with my cart, and he's like, "I googled it." <laughs> <laughs> he had that face, like, "Son, get the fuck out of my Publix." <laughs> Take your John Wayne Gacy non Puerto Rican accent ass out of here, boy. Get out of here now, hell. Well, you know what I'm gonna do. You're going to say it's time to go? I'm going to say it's time to go. And you're hot. Anything? Yeah, I am. Well, listen, you got me there. Yeah. You, we did go a little more over the first hour. Yeah. So we can we can cut it short here, I guess. And um, Jeff's like, well, according to my clock. Yeah, throw a fucking phone at your dick. Uh, yeah. Guys, thank you all so much for listening. Uh, do us a favor. If you have other sick, twisted, like-minded friends or family, Tell them to listen. Just yeah. send it to them. And go to the go to the Vice. Lie to them. Say, hey, bro, they're totally talking about you in this podcast. Go to the Vice story, man, and leave comments about the castle, about how you like it, what you've been to and stuff. Yeah, let's, let's get help, all yeah. of, if we get all of our members to infiltrate that. Yeah. Because also it helps, like, if you like it and you comment it, it, it also helps the, the algorithm for it to get seen more and stuff. And 
Well, yeah. guys, we're going to see you on, on Labor Day weekend. We're going to see and you on August the 28th, 28th at Oasis. At 2 o'clock. Don't meet us there. Beat us there. We're we, giving away some money. Wet and wild contest. I'm probably going to get drunk and do some dumb shit. Yeah, we, got some, uh, we got some new videos dropping real soon with some dope models and some crazy stunts going on. Oh, yeah. On. Some fun shit. Well, on behalf of myself, Stephen, Chris, uh, Jeff, Mike the, Busey. sweat running down my ass. The cold. piss bucket with a leak in it. And, of course, our good friend's advice. We want to thank you guys for listening. Thanks, guys. We love you. We'll see you next week. Listen to the Mike Busey Show.